Live from the Macaroni Mansion, located in historic South Philadelphia, Vinny Pass presents the Brawl Street Breakdown, featuring the OG Gavin, Sicko, Professor Pablo, with tonight's special guest, Who's Worse? <laughs> Musical guest, Dear Vin, from the San Diego Zoo, Biz Talk, and me, your announcer, Dick Butternuts. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you call backed up. Pablo doesn't have any outlet. No outlet. For his insanity. I uh, saw the note. <laughs> I hate when you look. Dick Butternuts. You saw Dick Butternuts? I wasn't sure if he was going to get through the whole thing because Without. he had Dick Butternuts. Oh, because <laughs> you thought he was going to pop himself? Brain, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're saying he was going to crack up thinking of yes. Dick Butternuts yeah. and not even get the yeah. other shit out. Dick's a pro. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Dick. Yes. You don't go through your whole life with a last name Butternuts. That's Wait till true. I say Dick Butternuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> he was fucking sparked up about that line since he came up with Tuesday, it. Tuesday, yeah. yeah that's that was, Tuesday. Oh, right. Last, uh, last right, Tuesday, right. Butternuts came into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Butternuts came into my brain. <laughs> fucking hell, man. And I Boys, guess with that we're back. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Sicko? Well, very well, very well. You're doing very well. Yeah, very well. Wow. Eh, you know, I'm not mad at it. I've just never heard. It's that. my new PMA. I'm I'm trying to be positive. You stealing my PMAs, baby? <laughs> we'll change that with this show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It'll take about 15 minutes. <laughs> I had a nice uh, lunch with your friend yesterday. Your buddy Stoop. I, I, uh, how did that happen? Oh, it's a scene, man. It's a scene. Was it planned? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stoop had some business to conduct. <laughs> yeah. That fucking means. Oh, better, better you to me. You'll hear about it. It was good. It was a good, good time. God. I'm sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I just thought, I, I started thinking of that meeting. It was surprisingly fun and, and lots of laughs, lots of remembrances, and it was a good time. Pablo, what? what are the chances I paid for that meal? You did not. I paid for that meal without a reimbursement. Yeah. Pablo, heart attack. Professor Pablo almost took a heart attack. Now, now granted, we had lunch at the Marcos and fucking Delco, but, you know, I got that bill. Early bird special. Shit, yeah. Lunchtime special. They got good pies there. Gave Stoop a couple of, had two treat beers. He was feeling all right. Was he? Yeah. Ch DeMarco, shout out Cheek Love. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. See, he. The, uh, the, the, the little girl that was bartending, she uh, was vibing on Stoop. It was, was it was such a scene. Yeah. It was a good time. It's a, a scene? Oh. A bloodbath? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It was a bloodbath. Whatever. Um, He's. He's cute, charming, and then once they talk to him, they fucking run as far as... They can't run fast enough. Nah, she liked him. Let's just say that the meeting ended with a tentative plan of Stoop and I driving out to California. So do what, do what you will with that, but that's that's the plan right well, now. It's it's fucking lunacy, but it's not a, a, a huge leap that two retards who won't get on a plane... Right. And... The main retard needs a road buddy. Right. I'm and, all about it. Road trip movie. And me seeing how quickly it will dissolve into... <laughs> what state do you think she'll kick, get kicked out of the car? Uh, Why am I getting kicked out of the car? How do you know he won't get kicked out of the car? Th th this... It, 
that look, you're posing a question. <laughs> who would turn on who first? Now OG? we have a topic. You went to kindergarten with Stu. I did. <laughs> you like you you like him very much. I do. He li- as he likes you. There's no question as to who's more annoying. <laughs> I mean, let's just get that out of the way. But that's not the... For the fans, who is that answer? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> even they know. No, but but that wasn't even a jab because there's so much more involved exactly. with what's going on in that type of trip. Yeah. Uh, How much baggage OG, is being brought along? You, you've been in bands your whole life. You've done shows, tours. What? It's, it's, there's things there's people that that you thought were you were coolest with who you want to stab first and then vice versa you know what i'm saying yeah i mean if you if you line it up realistically if i've toured in counting other acts but i mean acts that have actually toured with me not someone that i just meet at the venue mm-hmm. if that makes any sense mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like in our caravan in our tour bus or driving alongside of it let's say my number is up to like 12 to 15 people. There's probably two of them that I didn't almost swing on. And some of them I did. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, it might really only might be Crip and Planet, the dudes who I never like. You know what I'm saying? Me and Crip, me and Crip would bump heads, but it was always be on some dumb shit. Because Crip would get obsessed with, he hates boxes. Mm. For the mer- <laughs> like, so say we have like six boxes of merch. <laughs> And we sell mad merch. It would make him insane if there was like two boxes, two shirts in a box. So uh, I'd like come out and there would just be flying boxes <laughs> and cursing. And I'd be like, yo, man, like settle that. Why is this affecting your day? You know what I'm saying? Like what directly? It's in the back of the tour bus. so You don't visually see it. You know what I mean? Because I can be bothered by visual shit. Like, yo, can you move that thing? Because it's making me Like, if they're in your hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Or, bro, like, say there's mad miles to drive on the GPS. I used to put a piece of tep over top of it so I wouldn't know. You can't watch it. You know, because that's where your eyes go, bro. Like, if you you stay awake. I would do the same thing. Like, I used to work at a warehouse. Uh I would do the same thing with all the clocks. With all the clocks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Basically, what what started happening was, in those early days, it was comprised of vehicles where, like, they weren't set up for you to sleep. So if I'm sitting up, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't sleep sitting up. You know what I'm saying? Unless I ate a bunch of pills on a plane on a really long flight. Then maybe. But in a car... I'm like fuck it. I'll be. I'm Pablo always nominated me best shotgun because I never all time never would fall asleep and I'd keep music loud and keep the temperature right where you wouldn't knock out in the car. You know what I mean? But I would always my eyes would always either glaze to the glare at the clock or how much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I I would just come out to the van in the morning, whatever, hungover, and just see the van and then see a flying box <laughs> and then hear, you know, maybe cursing in Spanish or something. And pl- uh, I, I can't even say it, but plans. Pl- if you can't get along with planet, you're one of those people where I'm like, if you don't like that guy, you're, you're there's a certified something wrong, asshole. something wrong with you. Yeah, it's like yeah. Planet, Jan, and my brother. Like, if you have heat with those people. Yeah, he's cool as a cucumber. Yeah, yeah. He, he don't get vexed. Yeah. Um. If there's anything like, sometimes I get aggravated that he doesn't get vexed. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. So th- th- if 
if you were to travel, forget California. If you were to travel to Boston with him, it just has to be filmed. I will yeah, with like the all the gimmicks where they have all the GoPros in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking mu- like we're paying for that. Yeah, That's a no, must. I'll I'll have that car set up, yeah. Pup Pup's car. Yeah, like you yeah. and I will pick his car up, take it to whatever get you know. Then people yep. pit in gimmicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now it's like the rim places, like it's rims, it's sound, sounds, sound, the, sound the fucking yeah. Philly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We'll go. We'll have an Armenian and fucking Market Street. Yes, that buddy. Thing. There's a place to yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, buddy. I'll give There's you five cameras right over there. Yeah, see. The worst part's Gavin's gonna point, be Gavin's pointing to a, yeah. <laughs> in the corner, corner, yeah. corner of South Philly. <laughs> <laughs> corner. The worst part is, is that they both drive like thirty miles an hour, so they're gonna get there in like two weeks. Hey, there ain't no rush. We're getting to know each wait, other. Wait, say that. Wait, wait, wait. Start that over They again? both drive so slow. They well, dri- for, for those who don't know, I call Stoop Pup Pup, you know, because people call their grandfather Pup Pup because we were fucking on this one tour, and I think Blanche from the Golden Girls did like 90 <laughs> passengers. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, I, yo. Pop for Blanche. I'm going to tell you something, man. I don't know who drives slower on a fucking highway. Jan? Jan's bad. Yo, man. And it's like... <laughs> You start saying something and you get into that. Well, like, well, why don't you drive shit? I'm like, well, I will. And I do 100 everywhere. And and when I do, I don't want to hear y'all saying anything because I road rage like the whole fucking nine. I, I, I one time I drove one of the whips from Philly to New York. Quick ride. Right. I'm like, we're getting there. And like, you know what I mean? And everyone was just. Didn't you make it there in like 65 minutes or something? The, like that? I made it home. I made it from. Um, Were you spotting dimes and raccoons? Yeah, I was. I was spotting dimes, baby. I uh, I made it home from the wetlands to my front door in like seventy eight minutes. Yeah, it's beautiful. One time. See, I'm not in that much of a hurry. We got time. We ain't in no rush. Sicko literally has nowhere to be. I know. But you're you're leaving <laughs> out that he is with Stoop in the in the, in in the car. A, a, a confined car, nowhere do, to go. Do, 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 do. Nowhere to go. Well, they they could talk Phillies for a while, bro. Let me tell you something. My brother had to drive with Pup Pup across the country, okay? Because Stoop, uh, to people that don't know, Stoop doesn't fly. He's B.A. Like, Brackus. Yes, and yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, I forgot you don't fly. I guess y'all are driving. And my brother was doing merch, so we're like, you got to drive with, with Pup Pup. Peace in the Middle East. I'm getting on a plane. I'll be there in right. three hours. Y'all will be there in three <clears throat> and a half days. Three days. So I'm in, I think I flew from wherever we were at, let's say maybe Boston. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We flew from Boston to Denver. So I was lamping in Boston, D- Denver for like three days. It was right when the weed shit got legalized or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was just like... We were chilling, man. We found like, um, you know, like micro breweries, mm-hmm. good restaurants, all IPAs. that. IPAs. IPAs. <laughs> um, so, uh, that I, mother- see, I don't do that. I don't do the flying either. We're we're perfect for each other. <laughs> Me and Stoop, open road. So, so my brother said the same thing you just said. Like we both love the Phillies. I'm like, you'll see how quick that goes. <laughs> we have we have plenty to talk about, Stoop and I. Plenty. I was going to say, if you're going to make noise, make noise. So how long did Lenny last? Pittsburgh? (laughs) Well, it was from Boston, so I don't know which direction you would go. 
what's west probably, of Boston. You probably you're go going across, from Boston and you're going west across the whole country. Across the whole he New might York State, have, probably. He might not have made it out of Massachusetts <laughs> before they were done. Um, they said they had a good time. I mean, I don't know what that means. Well, there's though. beauty in being so comfortable with someone that you could have that comfortable silence. Well, I said, could you could y'all do the comfortable silence? And my brother is a yacaron. For those that don't know, it means he talks a lot. So Stoop probably was like, fuck, I just want to not talk. And my brother don't do that gimmick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure there were times where there was awkward silence. And every time Stoop fell asleep, my brother was snapping pics of him. <laughs> via text. I didn't put them on blast and put them on social media or anything, but I got them. See, I wouldn't do that. I think Stoop was probably tr- maybe maybe... Try to pump fake him <laughs> and make him think he was a slip just so he Love wouldn't fuck, fucking yeah, yeah, talk yeah, yeah, yeah. and then pit on the music and get a cool couple hours of silence from my brother being a yakaron. But I mean, that I mean uh, that drive is three days with a motherfucker you like is is rough. So I, uh, the question I, presented is who quits first? Who taps? Well, so the only there's only one option really. Stoops the only one that has means of departing. Like, Sicko going to get out of the car in Wyoming? Yes. What the fuck's a, he going to do? Call an Uber. Take a train. He's going to fucking thumb it? Who's nah, picking him up on the thumb? Nah, trees ain't. With what money? Uber Gary pick him up. That's true. He's West Coast, though. Well, now he's East Coast, but... I got a job. I can Wyoming afford a train ticket. Middle. You can afford a train ticket. I can afford a train ticket. I believe he can afford a train ticket. <laughs> now it gets interesting. <laughs> Firm, now it's getting interesting. Now I, I firmly believe Cole had... Does, hey, excuse me. Can you cough into the mic a little bit? <laughs> I'm on his He's fucking opening the mint on... on He's had a hundred of them already, but this 101st one is the one that he's tripping one. on. 101st one. Jesus. So right, why does it get interesting? Because now he has means... He's got leverage. I can vacate. I believe he had leverage the whole time. All That's right. why I'm asking okay. you... Not much, but I mean, a couple clams can get you out of Wyoming. I think both of them would equally tap. suck it. But they both would just suck it up and be miserable together. From Pittsburgh on, yeah, together. Because I, I think we'd have a blast. I don't think there'd be misery. <laughs> what happens outside of the car when you have to bunk together? I mean, and he's asking you if you, you if you want toothpaste. For? Oh, that's a whole other whole other thing. Yeah. All right, then. But, can, but I, by the way, if I don't sign off on this, it's not happening. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with you, pal. The fucking two this of is these, a spiritual journey. The two of these, the, together, these two don't have a fucking pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. So uh, either way, I'm funding this fucking... When are you doing this? Oh, there's no time frame. It's whenever. The yeah, answer I mean, is never. Yeah. You're like Easy Rider. Pretty much. That's what he thinks is going to happen. A mix of Easy Rider and the Hunter S gimmick. He's fucking Peter uh, Fonda. Yeah. Hey. He's fucking Henry Fonda. He's fucking Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was uh, the... Uh... Nicholson? Christopher uh, Lloyd? <laughs> Dennis Hopper? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he an easy rider? I'm thinking of fucking back to the future. <laughs> damn. Pictu- I'm picturing Doc. But damn, in, damn. But in easy rider. Easy rider? <laughs> no, the fucking uh, sicko knows all the Hunter ass shit. The movie with Depp. 
uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Fear and Loathing? Yeah. Fear and Loathing? I actually don't like Hunter Thompson. It's going to be that. uh, His writing or him? Both. Really? Yeah. He was a goon. I don't care about his writing. He was a goon, but I'm not a fan. Um... I can see Stoop kicking him out of a moving vehicle. Is that right? Yes. While it's driving. Tuck and roll. I disagree. Is this true, Steve? No. I think it would be a fun trip. Fun is, for this, all. is this true? Like, like he knows. <laughs> Steve, do you believe Stoop will kick you out of a moving vehicle? Do you think Stoop would do the, can you go get cigarettes? And then... And, and, do the leave me gimmick? Yeah. I think he'll do that before he'd be like, yo, get the fuck out. With the, ba- the ga- bag and a little note? Sorry, didn't work out? Yeah. A dear, <laughs> pop, pop. A, a dear John, if you yeah. will. <laughs> dear sicko. Not, and it, then it says nothing. Love, pop, pop. <laughs> then the no, blank no, no, no. L.A. That way. Yeah, and an arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Meet, meet you here and an arrow. Yeah, yeah. Just pointing in the... Do- no pointing, hard feelings. Pointing westward. Yeah. No hard feelings and an arrow. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. It's all right. You'll see. Um, we'll have a grand old time. Going to see the big ball of twine? Everything. <laughs> do all the fucking sightseeing? Big dinosaur? The largest goddamn hole in the country? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Once a year at Crescent Street Tattoo... We do a toy drive, and the Gavin is going to tell you about it because last year went really well, and this year is going even better so far, I think, in terms of where we were at at this point last year. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, I think we've uh, gotten past. At this point, we've gotten past where we ended last year. Word. So, um, yeah, when this comes out, you will have... Five days left because it's ending on Saturday the seventeenth. Because <clears throat> um, we have to bring the stuff on that Sunday, so last day is the seventeenth. Um, tons of people have sent stuff in. We really appreciate that. Uh, it's gone really, really well. Um, we're ending it with a party at the shop on Saturday, the seventeenth. Um, uh, you know, just hanging out. Uh, eating some food, getting some fucking gimmicks. Kubi meatballs, Kubi. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, so, you know, send some shit, come out, hang out. Um, Meet Santa Claus. Santa Claus is going to be there. Um, that's it, man. It's 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 uh, starting to wind down. Um, <clears throat> so there's about a week and a half left at this point. Which you won't hear, so there'll be a five days when you do hear this. So yeah, that's that. And if you find yourself living far away, you uh. still want to go- get donate. Easiest ways probably Amazon. Yeah, send lot, it to the shop. A lot of yeah, people because have done you can, the Amazon thing. Yeah, you, you can do like a. You can send. Thing. You can overnight it, or if you have Amazon Prime. But wherever you're at in the country, it's nothing to sign into your account and have it mailed somewhere else. I mm-hmm. do that shit all the time. Yeah. Lot, Especially when you have Prime, it's there within two days. So. A lot of people have done that, yeah. And but make sure you put your name on it. A couple people have forgotten to, to put their uh, name on it, so I appreciate it. But I don't know who you were for a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> but we've gotten so much stuff that um, we're keeping track of all the names of everybody who sent shit in, and uh, yeah, we'll shout jazz. y'all out when yeah, it's wrapped for up. sure. And um, I gave I gave minions. I'm a minions mark <laughs> myself, so. 
I'm not super hip. Like I know what they are. Listen, but man. my kids are you know good they're, time. They're past they're that. good time. Listen, right. You know, what <clears throat> I mean? no, kids stuff goes through the stages. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm not, I'm not super hip. I was more like uh, Blues Clues and uh, yeah, fucking yeah. that Dora. Dora's still a heavy. Oh word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, um, yeah. Sponge. But yeah, so far you got several uh, boxes of toys. It's great. Yeah, I saw <sighs> I saw mad stuff there when I was yeah, well, tattooed. Yeah, well, that's only a, a part of the stuff we had to start putting in the basement because there was too much stuff. That's there great. Man. Yeah, so most of the stuff was in the basement um, when you guys were up there. Um. So, yeah. Well, uh, since we've been gone, the the curse the curse continues whenever mm. we take a break. <clears throat> uh, Mickey Fitz passed away. The business, y'all want to build on that? Uh, the importance of that band, OG, to you? I think, for me, Mickey sort of transcended um, that genre a little bit. Um, he became a representative of, of punk rock and, and uh, that oi culture and that whole uh, English... Do you, well, just give a, a brief <clears throat> synopsis of what, who they were and, and that stuff. Uh, they're they're one of for, what for, for people that aren't here. They they uh, I'm gonna say their first stuff was about '81. Um, they were what I say when we're having a con- like if me and Sicko, for example, are having a conversation. They're one of the big four of. The oi bands that that sort of broke through that genre. Cockspar, <clears throat> Spar, Rejects, Foreskins, Foreskins business, right? Um, you know, sort of transcend that because a lot of that that stuff from that time period is is um, sing. Uh, I want to say singles based, but like one, uh, almost like a one hit kind of thing. Even though a lot of those bands put out records, but you know they had like uh off the top of my head I can't think of any but they would have a really strong fucking single yeah but then you get the record and it's not the well whole for game. me every band you named what I have is like collections mm. right for me that, <clears throat> well you know just I'm the saying? fact that I those, love them but they're basically singles collections compiled on just the fact something. that those bands can put out a collection says something because a lot of that stuff was so, it was happening so fast and in such a short period of time it was very like um, you know, compilation uh, uh, and single bass. Sure. So, yeah, and and the business was one of the only ones, um, besides Spar, I guess. But the business was was really the most relevant and stayed the most relevant. They continued to make records. Spar did too, and um, you know, the Rejects did some albums I don't love later, but. They continued to make really good records, and and they're one of those few bands that got better as they went on. Those those records that they put out in the '90s is fucking incredible shit, man. Um, yeah, I think we were talking about that at the <clears throat> at the tattoo parlor, but when I was um, saying I, I like a lot of the later Evil Conduct shit too. You know what I mean? They got better. They got better for sure. Um, well, I guess what the reason we're bringing up is because it's rare. Everything usually goes the other way around. Right, and the business was one of the one of those bands that came over from England, and they did a lot of touring here, and yeah. they sort of hooked up with a lot of the um, New York, you know, punk rock and hardcore bands, and and did a lot of touring there. So it's almost crossed over into American um, 
hardcore stuff kind of not not so much musically but but culturally yeah yeah where where it's it, i feel like it's for some people it's very separated yeah there's some people who are marks for all of it but you know some of the younger people might not be as hip to some some band from fucking england from 1981 yeah but the business did a lot of uh, work to sort of make that crossover happen, and they, they, they took advantage of the big sort of street punk oi American uh, stuff that was blowing up at the time, like that the Dropkicks and, um, you know, whoever. Yeah. There. But th- there was a period of time where that stuff was fucking happening. Right. And the business sort of took advantage of that knowing knowingly or not and 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 did tours with those bands and came over here and sort of crossed over in a weird way and um mickey sort of had this thing too um with the bands that you know they would bring out on tour it would be like like those like uh, what i'm thinking of is day vision and uh vision yeah yeah like you wouldn't say they're the same generation but those guys all grew up listening to the business. Uh-huh. And like Jeff was just saying, like they were one of the few that would come over to America and tour semi-regularly. And they would take these bands on and became part of, like the, I guess the word would be Americanized. Like they were Americanized towards us as all, like hardcore audiences. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The hardcore shows. Mickey but, sort of saw that there wasn't any difference, really. Right. Yeah. And Whereas he meant a lot, a lot of, people, of people. Yeah, a lot of people sort of separate that stuff. You know, and uh, I, I mean, <clears throat> I could I could say that I'm guilty of it. Not I mean, um, yeah, I know they, they toured a lot with Madball and AF and, and you know, all those bands. And uh, yeah, I, I, and, I was never lucky enough to see them live. You know, Mickey and Paulie were super tight. Right. Um, you know, so, so there was this, uh, you know, and, and Lars from Rancid. um produced their sort of comeback record which there was a period of time where they didn't do a whole lot of recording i don't know if they were doing shows over there or not. yeah i i at that that's era you're talking about i just assumed it was done yeah I, I that i don't know but i know that the record that they sort of came back with like he got lars from rancid to produce it because i had read somewhere that he liked the production lars did on um the the one dropkicks record so i think mickey was always aware he wasn't kind of stuck in his little uh you know he wasn't stuck in his time period yeah, he was very yeah. aware of what was happening yeah. who was happening what was sounding right yeah. what he liked and what he didn't and didn't didn't differentiate he always was that dude who said you know the punk rock thing and the oi thing and the whatever thing it's all the same fucking thing really when you break it down yeah street shit right well, he seemed to he seemed to be like an adapt or die type of dude, which I respected because while still keeping his um his thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? But what and I mean, it, like, he could have been stubborn in terms of in terms, just like you said with production, he could have been stubborn about that and used the dude from '81. Sure, if he wanted to. Sure, you know what I mean. But using Lars, who had obviously had tremendous success, and said this might work. It mm-hmm. is forward thinking is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not so much that he changed his shit. And still a legitimate dude. Lars yeah, is yeah. Still, I mean Heavy whether whether you want to talk whether you like Rancid or not, Lars is a fucking legit guy. Yeah, I'm Rancid Mark all day. I am as well. All but, day. Um Pablo no sells. <laughs> They've grown on me, but I still 
not 100 percent look regardless i mean i i don't know about the other dudes in that band but um tim and lars are absolutely legit dudes. all day um i don't care if they fucking play in front of 10 million people they're still fucking legit dudes. yeah um what are you singing over there that's what he sounds like on every album it's like smoky breath like what's he sound like going to go uh you know Fucking lube up your throat or something. It takes some singing Whoa. lessons. Oh, your throat, man. What the fuck? Your mind is in the gutter all that's the time, That's what Butternut's is told. I was just going to say. That's what He's I, got Butternut's on the brain. Jackie comes home and your mouth turns foul. Mm, that's good. Jackie. fucking hurt. Oh, look how swollen they are. I know. It's your fault. <laughs> Did you hurt him, Jackie? She loved it. <laughs> I love Jackie's rosy cheeks. She just came out of the cold. Uh, so am I. Everybody is. Ah, well, that's great. Yeah, I'm going to fucking get sick now. The sick cast. Huh? We, we don't get sick. <laughs> Vitamin C. Here we go. OG He's don't gonna, get sick. One of them gimmicks is going to come in his quang because of all that vitamin He's gonna C. It's going to have fucking uh, the What's stones. Yeah, way? the I've stones. I've them before. You're not scared? No, remember I had one on the podcast. Yeah, but it wasn't fucking fun, was it? <laughs> did you pay I it did out? the podcast. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't, but you weren't happy about it. Vietnam, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, you did do two tours. Come stay away. Come stay away. He's besmirching the good name of, I mean, of Sticks. He's been off for a while, so give him a little leeway. I, I just still, uh, as I, I've told my mom, that he's so tone deaf. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> nope. I don't know what. I don't know what Rancid song he was attempting to sing. That's every I, song that on every he fucking album. He was trying album. to do Ruby Soho, I think. It wasn't even close to He's that. He's done it before. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then, then he was singing something to Sicko and I the, the last episode. I don't even know. Fuck, I can't even remember. I try to erase it from my memory. Yeah, that's why. Obviously, what happened to me. Uh, so, yeah. So with, with Mickey, I, I don't even know what happened. But throat cancer. Okay. He had cancer for years. Yeah. Um, not years, but, you know, uh, he's while. been sick for a while. And uh, I guess it was just, yeah, you know, whatever. He, uh, I'm, assu- did, I'm assuming he was in his 60s or late no, 50s? No, he was 50. Fuck, I just read it. I can't remember. He was 50-something, though. He wasn't as old as you think. So he was mega young during those early business records. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, I mean, in his teens, I would assume. Uh, yeah, that would that would be the only thing that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not thinking about it. It's not strange. All those, how many dudes? I mean, I mean, Freddie was eleven or something. Yeah, sure. You know, it's not strange in 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 hardcore punk. So yeah, salute, man. It's uh, yeah, that was a rough one. Dude uh, did a lot. Contributed a lot to. I mean, those fucking those early business records, man. If you don't know the later ones, you get them. I don't. That's, you need to get them. Yeah, they're arguably better. You think? Yes. Yes. Wow, that's pretty heavy. Well, I was just telling you before we were on air that I think it's not new, but it's 2010. The newest Leatherface record is their best record. Yeah, I wasn't hip. I didn't and know that they What was that first record? 88? The one before Fill Your Boots? That was an EP, wasn't it? I think it was an... I don't know. It might have been a record. I get confused with their stuff for some reason. I can look. The timeline's weird for me for them. 
but yeah, I mean that's 28 years, and I think their newest record, man, is is heavy duty business. Yeah, um, I got it. I got to fucking get that. I wasn't even aware that it was out. So yeah, man, that's uh, you know what this show is basically about counterculture, and Mickey Fitz embodied that. Huge, huge part of it. Embracing the culture, teaching about the culture, honoring the culture. So if you ain't hip, this is what we do. We teach you. All right. I mean, I ain't mad at that. I'm not. I'm not mad. It's he just, surprising. He just cut a quick promo. Yeah, though. it came like, out of I, nowhere. But came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, we get emails in the mailbags every week. Like, what can I listen to? Yeah. This and that. I mean, I don't think I had a until I got a dump from you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I had a business record, so I was rocking out all week to whatever I had in my library. He yeah. became. He also became like. Um, Sort of an ambassador. I started to say this, but he became one of those representatives, you know. So it's sort of tough when somebody like that is, uh, you know, you lose somebody like that because you lose part of the representation. Yeah, you you lose a mouthpiece. Plus, that was good he was super it. close to a lot of people that we're friends with. You yeah, know, he was super yeah, close yeah. with Paulie, like I said. Yeah, he was super close with our boy Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne um, put out their last two singles, Dwayne's label. Oh wow! Yeah, and Dwayne Dwayne once called me and said, "Hey, I'm going to." Pats and Genos, I'm taking Mickey to Pats and Genos, uh-huh. and I was in a mood, and I was like, I don't feel like fucking going, and now I regret not going. Of course, those, but. Well, we're just racking them up, you and I, by the week. Of course. I'll stick to we don't do. I mean, the, the, on the heels of ROH that none, none of us went to that we had tickets for, it was like on fr- we had tickets for Sunday. The Friday was the pay-per-view and was the show of the year, and apparently the rest of the weekend continued that, and we just didn't go. So we can regret that with the things that were just keep piling up that we don't do. <laughs> Put it's it all out. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so I was, re- I was recording tonight. I was at the studio with Scott Stallone, walked in, and when we were figuring out what we were going to talk about tonight, Pablo said, so something, something, the YouTube thing? And I had no idea what he was referring to. And he Nor said, do I. so you don't know what I mean? I said, no. He said, all right, we'll wait for the air. So is it time? I, I mean, I'm very, excited. Well, I, I'm very don't, excited. I don't know what it's about to happen. Apparently... Gavin has he, was hipped and still doesn't understand what's happening. Pablo's going somewhere and getting something. Pablo's not the best at explaining things. <laughs> All right, I see a box that looks like a box. It's got the YouTube logo the, on it. It's a very nice box. It's a black box with a white YouTube logo. I now see a letter inside of it with the YouTube yes, logo. Yes, it's a letter top. from the CEO of YouTube. Okay. So this is um, in, in appreciation of your Jedi Matrix page. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, of whoa. Of getting 100,000 subscribers, oh, look you at now that. get the silver play button. Whoa. So I'd like, like to present you your silver play button. That's I'm not mad heavy. at this at all. I mean, prestigious honor. Not everybody gets that. So this is why when you said <laughs> YouTube contacted Jan, and now you have a liaison for YouTube, yes. and we were getting all this data. Yes. I was like, well, wait a minute. That means that. There's something else that goes with that. And I was like, you guys get a play button. And Jan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was emailing him for like a month, like, get the fucking play button. He's like, I thought you were kidding. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm not kidding. They give them out. So Jan contacted the dude. He's like, yeah, just fill out the form and I'll give it to you. So you finally got it last week in the mail. This is a very nice plaque. JMT Hip Hop. Congratulations for surpassing 100,000 subscribers. 
the little YouTube gimmick underneath it, and the the main part of the plaque is you know a play button, you know the little play button gimmick that you hit on the site. It's a silver version of that, but it's actually super nice. Sigo, would you like to look at it? I would. So I think there's a gold oh, one and a pl- and a platinum one for like a million, and then a whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, PewDiePie's yeah, yeah. got like two platinums. Who? PewDiePie. You don't know him? What's he on about, OG? He knows things. He does. <clears throat> when when I brought that home, my kids were like, "What is that box?" And they're like, "Oh my god, is that a play button?" Before I even opened it, like wow. kids, they, people know about this. Kids shit. know about. All right. So when I I came in, I asked Jeff's kids. Did your kids, when he asked them about, it, did they say it, or he just asked them about it? He asked Xavier. Biden wasn't listening. <laughs> then uh, he knew. He knew right away. Yeah, he did. Let's get a little. Congratulations, man. That's, you know. So, Jan doesn't want it in the ball office. I'll definitely take it to my house. We can put it in the parlor, put it in your house. I definitely think it should be displayed somewhere. I'd probably go... I'd put it in my house before your house, but I'd put it in the parlor before anywhere because of the amount of traffic. You okay with that, Jeff? Yes. (laughs) Jackie, are you okay with that? Yeah. What are we asking her for? She just works there. Wow. Here we go. You'll see. The next time you get tattooed, how much I work there. Yeah. I like that line. Big shot. Big shot all of a sudden. I like that line. It's cold medicine talking. That's my line. Yeah. (laughs) Take your jacket off. You're home already. Can we pit it? At Jackie Station without her. (laughs) No, because then she'll put like a spider on it or something. (laughs) She'll put. See? See? I can't pit my plaque in your. Oh, if you say it like that, you can. I don't think that's very. You got to put like a fucking. uh... I got a spot for it. Jordy will let me pit it somewhere. (laughs) 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 Oh! Hey, yo. Holy cow. This is my 57th mint. <laughs> I like the counting of the I mints. Like, I like that he was like, yo, Vin, I'm hungry as shit, and he's eating mints. mints. Like, that's doing anything. Yep. We got to get through this nonsense and go get pretzel. <laughs> We're basically killing time to the pretzel place. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what the podcast is all about. It's true. Shit. It's true. I'm uh, fucking starving. It's a rough wait to get to t- fucking 2 a.m. How long has it been uh, since we've aired a live show? A month? Three mm, weeks? This is like bef- before Thanksgiving when we recorded. 14 years. 14 years? Exactly. My beard all grew in better. Yeah. <laughs> no, we yeah, it was de- three it was, weeks. It was definitely before Thanksgiving. It's three weeks ago. So, yeah, I went... Four, uh, weeks ago, four weeks ago. I'm not sure if we only, if we only uh, stopped because I was leaving or because everyone had shit to do or what it was. I was sick of shit till like yesterday. Yeah. You were leaving. The holiday was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Things got all muffed up. <laughs> yeah. muffed. Not muffed. I like that. I do too. I think it was the high holiday too. <laughs> what? what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What I, 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 heard, I heard it somewhere. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Him too. <laughs> so you got so you got on a plane, huh, Vin? Yeah, I got on a plane. I was overseas for a minute. Segway. I got on a. I, went, I was overseas, then I came back, and then I I was off to L.A. 
uh, to check in with my man Eamon because um, uh, we're, we're working on this project. Um, y'all know Eamon from the Jedi Records and my solo records. So I was out there with Cody Mack and uh, <coughs> went to go visit Mark Mahoney, my OG. Um, showed infinite love as he always does. One of the best guys in the world. Cody's one of the best guys in the world. Um, we went to La La's for dinner. Maddie came with us, Cody's daughter. So yeah, it was me and Cody and uh, Amen and uh, his wifey and the horned one, aka Jan, <laughs> aka son of Satan, wow. aka, aka the credit card. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, we we were not, but uh, yeah, we got some work done in, as far as this record. Uh, but yeah, I went to go see Mark. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for the love, man. Always. Uh, legendary dude. OG. What's that? What's the parlor called? Shamrock Social Club. Um, OG. So he, I mean, in terms of the tattoo world, like super legendary guy, right? In terms of. Yeah, he's been around forever. Yeah. And. Starting in the 70s. Yeah, he's a goon. Uh, Boston, uh, Boston guy. It's. it's just when you're when you're out in the West Coast, there's just a different um, um, the personality change can be jarring sometimes. So when you see Mark and get a big hug from an East Coast dude with a thick Boston accent for that little time period, you know you feel like at home. And he, I don't, you know, the stories are out out the fucking. The wazoo, you know, I can't. I'm not gonna. Can't even say anything. I can't because 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 his clientele is so famous, oh. and and Mark and those people um, don't want their business being sure. out there for good reason. You know what I'm saying? But uh, greatest dude ever. And then I like woke up a couple of days ago. He had Lenny Dykstra call my phone and leave me a message. What? Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, I'll play it for y'all. We could probably play it on the air as long as because he he gave, he gave me his phone number. He was like, "Yo, we'll hang out when I'm in Philly." So I, we obviously can't um, uh, give his phone number, you but, know. Without, but the, yeah. Yo, but he was like, "Yo, I want to do y'all show." Holy I shit! Be, I, so, I don't know if we could have nails on our show and our heads not yeah, exploding. Triple X, Triple yeah, X show. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it would be a bloodbath. In a good way for me, but uh, yeah, Mark is um, just one of the like um, most genuinely great people, man. His heart and and uh, you know, he was in the middle of tattooing this poor bastard and just left him sitting there uncomfortably to come talk That's to me for a while. Uh, but again, none of none of that would would be possible without without Cody, uh, one of our our best guys, one of the best people I ever knew. Um, so yeah, we were in LA working basically with Eamon. Um I didn't really get to see many friends, you know what I'm saying, because we were working. But then we we uh, we took the short ride to Vegas. Jan and I, um, we were invite. Well, I was invited to the uh, Bleed for this premiere, the Vinnie Pazienza movie. So um, it was the Vegas premiere, and then it was like um, like. The, the the event was VIP in terms of where it was like it wasn't open to the public it, and it was um, like predominantly basically besides besides me you know who makes music it was like Hollywood and 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 fighters or like industry in, yes two industries together yes yeah. it was like the boxing world and Hollywood you know what I'm saying 
Um, Miles Teller was there, um, who was in Whiplash, which was brilliant. Uh, J.K. Simmons won the Oscar for that. Uh, I was like, yo, man, because uh, he's from, he's kind of local. I didn't know that. I know Yeah, that. like oh. South Jersey, Philly oh, really? area. I didn't know that and at all. And he's like a huge Eagles fan. So I was like, yo, Miles, man, two things. Like, you were murderous in Whiplash. It was insane in that movie. brilliant. Insane. And um, I'm a fellow Eagles fan, so big up. And he was like, you motherfucker, every time I try to do fucking research on Vinny, you fucking kept hanging out. <laughs> like five different people told me that. A lot of Italian OGs, like, I know your music because of him. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, Ray Mysterio was there. Um, legendary luchador wrestler. Um, OG, obviously, you know, his family goes back, what, like three generations? Four, maybe? Um, Ray was his uncle, not his dad, right? The original weird. Ray. It, yeah, because like, because you don't know what's a work, what's a work, and what's, and what's not, a shoot. Yeah. And like sometimes they pay for the name. Yeah, and yeah. So you don't, you yeah. don't really know, right? But um, regardless, there's a connection that goes back a long time. Yeah, like probably, definitely three generations. Yeah. Maybe, maybe four, but definitely three. Nicest guy, most humble guy in the world. I mean, one of the biggest at one point, one of the biggest draws, <clears throat> um, and couldn't have been more humble. Um, mask on, mask on, mask on for pics and all of that. But in the in the in the VIP, um, like cocktail hour beforehand, like he would have it on and then take it off for ten minutes because you know it's hot it's and uncomfortable. Mask, and yeah, he knew yeah. he was amongst industry people that weren't going to air it out. You know what I mean? Like when we spoke, um, we we, we talked real quick and, and took a pic. And then, like, we, we were kind of relaxing in the corner, and he was like, so how long you been in the game? And I, I assumed he thought, like, I was a trainer or something, because okay. it was all boxing heads there, right. and I knew he didn't think I was a right. famous actor right. or something. I'm like, no, man, I just do the music. She's like, no, I know who you are. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Ray Ray knows what. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I'm like, I'm like, it's not really different different than being a worker. It's a hard question to ask. Like, when did my record come out, right. or how long have I been doing this because you've been wrestling longer than your name has been known you know what i mean i was like our first official release that you could purchase was 96 mm. but it's been longer than that he's like oh wow man blah 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 like i'm a big fan you know what i'm saying and frank stallone was up in there so i got to like i just wanted to be like i wanted to make sure he understood because sly was supposed to come through too uh rocko right here right sly so I wanted to make sure I took just like a second of my time. I didn't want to bother the brother, but like to to, to tell him how much that film that him and his brother made. What, Nighthawks? Was. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm not mad at that, man. I'm, I kind of Staying alive? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I wanted to let him know how much staying alive meant to us. <laughs> I love staying So alive. do I. No, but I was like, yo, man, that well, film, man, uh, uh, Rocky, man, more to our city than a lot of real sports uh, organizations and players. It yeah, it's did, our movie. It, really. uh, it did more for the city than a lot of real life things. You know what I'm saying? I, so I just, part of my ignorance, what did Frank have to do with it? Well, he, he's just his, his, his brother's right hand man. I mean, he's well, he's singing in the movie um, when around he's on that the fire. Corner. Yeah. 
Take me back. Do 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 do. Take me back. Things in like the first three, I think. Yeah. On one level or another. Yeah. He's the he's the blah 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 guy when Rocky's supposed to be training in three yep. and he's not. He's fucking yeah. around. Yeah. Clover's in the apartment. Fucking get mean. Get mean. Listen, listen, man. <laughs> Clubber tells him he's a jive turkey in front of little Adrian. fucking little. Come be real, man. Hey, woman. He's got a hey, one woman. room apartment, a radio about this fucking big. Yeah, blast playing him. bad seventies funk. movie funk. Movie funk. And he's man. fucking doing like upside down sit ups. Yeah, dog. He's and doing like body pull ups. Around. And Mickey knows. Mickey, Mickey knows. knows. Mickey sees it coming. Rocky, Rocky, he's hit, Rocky's it. hitting the speed bag and pauses for a kiss. Remember? Mm-hmm. And Mickey's like, and Mick's like, we're fucked. And you know, Mickey says, "Women weaken legs." Yeah. He's got broads all around. Well, him. Infamously, Jake Lamotta was, you know, w- w- would would do his best not to. In- Engage, indulge, indulge in the sexy thing. Yeah, when it came to that, but uh, yeah, Frank, yo, man, Stallone, Stallone looks like a million dollars, man. Like, looks great. Had on Elvis shades. The pompadour was thick, luxurious. Nice. Uh, I got to talk to a lot of heads though. That um, you know, talk to Michael Buffer, who has done like every mega fight ever. He's the best. Um, Joe <laughs> Fair, but firm Cortez, what? Um, Hall of Fame referee. Um, Tony Tucker, who got shit beat down his leg by Mike a Prime Mike Tyson, so uh, I asked him what that was about. Not not that way, you know. I didn't say that to him. I didn't say how was it. How was it Yo, to get shit beat? Down what happened when you got fucked Yo, up with my body bags, you dog? How was you feeling, dog? How much did that fucking suck? Yo, man, when like the whole world saw you get earthed by a prime Iron Mike, who's my cheesemo, was so far off the Richter. How long was the fight? Uh, Tony Tucker fight? Jesus, man. That 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 run he had from 85 to 90 is so much of a blur to me. I, I could Google it real quick. I mean, he got earthed. Under, he under like five minutes in all those years, didn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, literally fights were going under 90 seconds. Right. I mean, he demolished... He demolished Spinks to unify the title in 93 seconds. And Spinks was a legitimate guy. I mean, if you say Spinks just as a last name to an, an average person, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that, even if they don't know. I mean, because of Leon and Michael, you know, and, and then and then Corey came along, but the Spinks, Jenks, all of that shit. And basically, like, Tony Tucker was basically explaining to me, like, yo, man, shit was really over at the, at the stare down with Mike. Like that shit. Like, I'll be real. It's like shit was over at the press conference with this motherfucker, man, because you it, he wasn't working that he was a live wire. No. Like you thought this dude might might could dumb out on you outside of the 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 safety the the the, the rules the um you know that were mandated in England in the 1800s. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about these the these, oh bare knuckle fighter these. Um, what the fuck was that, man? Oh, wow. that, that's the rules we're talking about. But what? That's why was it Bob done in t- like some weird, like um, Riley Martin voice? It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like Amos and Andy. You know almost. I mean? That's the voice. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So yeah, you, well, that's tricky. Like, at first off, Tony Tucker will still beat the god out of me. So, and I'm. So how do you? How do you broach that? You know, I mean, imagine if I was still drinking. How it would have come out. <laughs> a lot of these interactions we're, we're talking about now would have went down a whole fucking different way 
if I had it my way and was like, ah, I'll just polish off a bottle of Goose before we go, <laughs> loose things up a little bit. Well, you got to figure he's been asked the question. Man, you couldn't have been the first person to No, to of course, the but you, but still don't you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Then you get lumped into, um, you know, that type of motherfucker. And I deal with them in my life, so... I would never want to be that person to somebody else. You know what I mean? So I compl- I didn't even really talk about him taking that L again. Is that, you know, I was like, yo, what was it crazy with Mike? Because of he, he was the biggest thing on the planet. It was like, you know what I mean? You had you had the three mics. It was like Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson at that our era. You know what I mean? It was I'm like, you were fighting the biggest fight, you know, next to Ali, the most notable prize fighter to ever live. Win, lose, or draw. You know what I mean? He was just He's a little bit like, you know, a little bit punch drunk. You know what I'm saying? Some of the shit he said, I, I was like, huh? Mm. I, I didn't say that, <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, did the, yeah, yeah, I was man. like, yeah, no doubt, yeah, dog. Yeah, He's yeah. probably like, yeah, we're not be raping, dog. <laughs> I, like, I was like, yeah, no doubt, dog. It's all right, dude. It's all right, dog. <clears throat> yeah, um, it, it was, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of ex-champions there. I, I got to meet a lot of people, like, you know, um, the, that that I, I grew up idolizing and watching, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was um that shit was great, man. And and that movie, I mean, if Miles Teller isn't nominated for best actor, um it it's a crime. A good movie? It, it's brilliant, man. It's brilliant. I mean, Scorsese was involved. Um Aaron Eckhart plays Kevin Rooney, who was Tyson's trainer, and after he was fired by Don King and Tyson's camp. Basically, they had put Lou Duva put Vinnie Paz out to pasture after he lost to Mayweather's uncle. Um, and Kevin Rooney had been put out to pasture from Tyson's camp. So these two, it's really like the film is basically a love story, not in the way that you're thinking, but in the fact that these two do Pablo Smith. No, I'll take it. Ignore him. These two dudes <laughs> who have been thrown away by their are you, you know like fucking four <laughs> he is yeah that's the answer that's two just, boxers get together and you know just ignore him and go on with the conversation <laughs> yeah he basically like he, he he even like kevin rooney even said it like you know why we're together we were put out to pasture so it's like let's get this over with and you know um it's i know Paz personally for years so Yo, man, it's like watching the 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 the, the dedication and um, just it, this is a lesson in the art of acting. You know what I'm saying? Mm. By Miles Teller. So as far as Paz, he had the halo on. He broke his neck in a car accident as a passenger. They said he he would never walk again, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna walk again. I'm gonna fight again, and I'm gonna win a belt again." So it's really this story of redemption. You don't have to be into boxing at all. It's really this story of like he he he, he talked like he told he told me something that ends up in the movie, and he was like sort of talking about when someone asks you, um, or when someone tells you it's not that easy. It is that easy. You just do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
with yo man, there's like a lesson in that that is is so universal to anyone that you know what I mean? Like this dude was told he would never walk again and came back and won three more belts. I don't know what to tell you if you're uh moping around on some of the world is against right, me right, shit. Right. That's how I right. you know what I mean? So it's like if you're not I'm not even gonna say box if you're not in the sports, you have to watch this film. You know what I mean? I, I hope Miles Teller uh, gets his just due when it comes um, when it comes Oscar season or or award season in general, and Paz is overseas now promoting it. Uh, I just talked to him. He was in London. Uh, he was on BBC, telling people his story. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was an honor to be there, man. And then uh, yeah, I flew home and uh, flew home just in time to watch. Uh, Sergey Kovalev get robbed, but you know I don't talk boxing on this show. But uh, anyone who wants to talk about that, talk about me on Twitter. And then that led into uh, all of us having Thanksgiving. I think Gavin almost died. I think he had like fourteen raviolis and said, "I'm I might die." It was twelve. Same thing happened last year. He almost tapped from too many ravs. I don't give a fuck. He don't care. He does. He pushes the envelope. He does. He pushes. That's why we love him. He says, "How many?" Raviolis will kill me. 13? I want 12. I'll have 12 and a half. What a meatball. How many meatballs with the 12 Ravs? I don't remember. Five? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't get woozy remember. That. Means he, it was, that's what I mean. He it's was, insane that he's here right now. He's like when Homer ate that pepper. I was going to say the 64 slices of American cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the... Uh, With the Guatemalan Insanity yeah, pepper? The, yeah, it that one. tripping. It was a mix between Homer and... That's my all-time favorite Simpsons episode, is it? by the way. Yeah, my all-time favorite. It's a mix between the habanero pepper and the 86er in Great Outdoors. Oh, yes. eat the 86er. Nice. And he's, and he's done. Gristle, too. <laughs> <laughs> he texts... Because we were both starving... You know, like we were starving like Marvin in Madison Square Garden. And he would text each other at like two. Like, can this shit finish, man? What's the fucking deal? So uh, he almost died. I think I did. my mom made uh, tortellini rosé. Um, we had some uh, scrapel soup, the antipast. My niece went out of her way to get everything. Uh, the separate antipast with Good no kid. pork. Turkey for unk. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, my brother made made a bird. Did he? Yeah. So we, you know, the Italian levels to this shit. There's yeah. like five, yeah. five uh, courses. The turkey's an afterthought. It is. It's it more is. of a tradition than anything. Yeah, all of that. So there was like three courses of Italian food before the the um, the main course. Here. Yeah. So, P, you went away for, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I went down to Anjo's, and I sort of got screwed because he was like, you hate your family, I hate my family. Let's fucking, let's fucking both say we have stuff to do. I like that. To get away. So, that was perfect. And he's like, there's a spot down here. It's famous for, like, their fucking, like, smoked deep-fried turkeys. Okay. So, 
I've seen that gimmick on the TV gimmick. Right. Where so, they deep fry those yeah, fuckers. Yeah. That shit looks proper. Went so, real quick when I lived in the South. I was just going to say, they've, they've mastered it. That was man. a big deal, but people don't know that you got to thaw the turkey out. Like, they would do the shit, set the shit up in their backyard. And it's like like a just a, a big a, pot a, filled with grease with literally a fire under it, uh-huh. bubbling it. Yeah. And when you put the shit in and it's frozen, it explodes. And every year in the South, there's like the news report. It's like 5th of July getting the reports of people blowing burn, their fingers off. Burn marks These are people all. dying from turkeys because they didn't thaw it out because the shit explodes. Wow. Continue. So, yeah, so three weeks out, so November 1st, Andrew's like, uh, bad news, place caught on fire, no turkey this year. See? They're like, they're gonna, they're able to do the sides, but no turkey. So, like, we got to come up with a plan B. And I was like, I'm out. So, yeah, so fucking, I couldn't get my turkey, so we did that, we... We still went down, but yeah, the place like like you said, like fucking blew up. Don't know if it was suspicious or not. I mean, like they were trying to get some new fucking equipment this year or something hey, like that. Listen, you man. never know. Um, but yeah, so we went down there and spent a weekend old, with them. An old name for that is Jewish Lightning. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> so we spent a weekend down there. Our kids get along, so it was awesome. And um, you didn't have to deal with family. Didn't have to deal with family. We did the escape room. That was a lot of fun. Did you ever hear about that? Mm, fuck the escape no, rooms. Either. You go to this gimmick, and they lock you in a room, and you got to solve the puzzles to get out of the room. Look, man, uh, yeah, I'll no, shoot my fucking gun. Xavier had to do Yeah, that. good time, man. We got out oh. 45 minutes. We got out. No, teamwork. We got out. We did teamwork. We did. Everyone did their own puzzle. Fuck all that. Work together. Go for you. We should do it, we should do it one time. <laughs> Team building. Fuck all that. I'll we'll, sit in the corner. I mean... I'll be, I'll be asking Uncle Vin, how much are you willing to pay to get us out of here in five <laughs> minutes? That's... Whatever the fucking number they give us, that's what Shit. I'll pay. Um, all right, yeah, we're gonna take our first break. Oh, can we? We should say real quick. Um, our our good friend Billy uh, made a life decision. He's getting engaged. I was, I think it happened right around Thanksgiving. So I wanted to say, I wanted to congratulate him. What Billy? Our Billy. Irish Billy. Irish Billy. Irish Billy. Yeah. He, he tipped the question. He's taking a plunge. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. So man. good for you. Good Congratulations, for you. Billy. Couldn't happen to a nice guy. He hit guy. me up. What made me think of it is because I did. He hit me up, and I was like, "I'm doing the Vinny. Like, how much do I got to spend to not be invited to your wedding?" And I, well, you telling me about it means that when I, I think he gets up pretty early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So Billy will be hearing from me. Nice. This is the number amount of check you'll get if I have to come. <laughs> right. It will be doubled if I don't have to come. Exactly. He. Take, he which deal do you choose? He texted me last uh, Saturday, picture of cheeseburger. Nice. Just rub it into my face that yeah, we weren't well, there. Well, first off, they were sitting in our seats, those oh. motherfuckers. So he, so him and Park are firing off pics to me of Kevin Sullivan that I'm sending to Gavin because we're not fucking there, not there seeing the Prince of Darkness. With that said, <laughs> we'll be back after this. Hey, this is Mike Judge, and you're listening to the Broad Street Breakdown with Vinny Paz.
That's a spicy meatball. We back at the macaroni mansion. Manja manja. Vinny Paz, take it away. Yo, I still like how the accents start. Just the spicy meatball part sounds Italian, and then the rest goes all Persian around. Persian rug dealer. All around, yeah, it goes all around Europe into Western Asia a little bit. It's my uh, sounds like Cuddy Ranks. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like almost he's like a Jamaican. Yeah. He's like a Jamaican that sells our uh, like uh, Persian wool, and then, and then like devolves into some sort of half-assed Irish bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a mess. I'm exposing the hypocrisy of stereotypes. <laughs> like we that. don't. That's yeah, what you're that's doing. what you're doing. Um, well, the last. As I'm taking a look, I just opened this. I just opened the list. Gavin made a gimmick for it. Yo, uh, Gavin have, was having fun with that was. label maker. He seemed to. Uh, I'm looking at the list. Usual suspects, usual suspects. Then, at the very bottom, the biz. Reason? Very upsetting. What do you think about that, OG? I think it's more upsetting right now. You do? I think I'm barely watching. I know you are. I'm You're watching, leaving me. I'm watching Raw, kinda. You're leaving it. me alone to, you know, to uh, figure out what's happening because you are not doing it. After that shit show of a match with Lesnar and Goldberg, I felt insulted. Yes. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Yes. I think that people are so conditioned at this point to think that anything surprising is good. Yes. I'm not having it. I've been insulted for the last time. The last time? Yeah. You're done. I'm kind of watching Raw. Kind of. All right, allow me to ask you a question. How far in advance do you think that was booked, that finish? Or did Goldberg say, I can't fucking go? There's fucking no way. Neither. I think it was a deal for him to work further dates. He pretty much said that. Why would Brock allow himself to get squashed? Brock don't care. Brock don't care. He's getting fucking paid. He don't give a fuck. He didn't give a he don't give a fuck about the business. No, I know that, but it's, it's but a fucking job for him. As much as much as not, I won't say as much as I believe that. As much as I know that, he still doesn't seem like a dude from the macho end that would allow himself to make look. I think that he legitimately hangs out with Paul, and Paulie's hipping him to the, the nuances. Yeah, what do you think about the fact that? From a booking perspective, you're talking about a guy who came back, went into that other organization, the UFC shit, beat the dog shit out of a dude who was supposedly a goon. I don't know if he was good, but he was a goon. And then you're allowing a 50-year-old part-timer to come in and squash. From a book, Forget Brock, from a booking standpoint. You don't think the fact, like, you don't think in his... Obviously, the dude's still in good shape for 50, but that has nothing to do with cardio. We both know that. There's, there's dudes historically that were built like wet socks who could go do hour, that could do 
uh, Iron Man matches, and there's dudes who have built like statues, like Roman, who will get gassed in three minutes. Remember that? Like oh, a little mm-hmm. minute back, we were like, "This dude's gassed." Yeah, he's he's uh he's blown up after what three minutes, Roman, back in like the Shield days. Yeah, I mean, he's getting better. Whatever. That's another topic for another day. You don't think at all, like, yo, I, this guy can't fucking go. He can't go t- twelve minutes. Sure, I think that that was um, a factor. I think that. You know, you have to cover up the, the, the faults. But it's about money. Yeah. That's the bottom line with everything. The, the fact that, that what do you think about the fact that somehow all of a sudden a dude who not only can't work now, right, not only is 50, a dude who in his physical prime couldn't work and was the shits, is now not is now not only your biggest face in the company, <coughs> the dude can't uh, cut a promo and he can't work, and that's the, your big and he's fifty and he's your face. The problem with it, the problem is that people are starving for anything out of the ordinary. That's why Goldberg got the reaction he got. They so want you, you're, anything you're, you're that's returning a surprise, back to something that's a shock, something that's shocking, something that's a surprise, something that's different. And how long do you think that has the potential to work? Not, Not long. long at all. Nope. But so, what do you think they do next? They do the rumble. And what do you think happens there? Because I think somehow through a course of events that you grilled me on this morning, and I couldn't quite put it together yet, but I think it's Taker Goldberg at Mania. And you asked a lot of... At Mania? Yes. You asked... No, Taker Goldberg at Mania, yeah. You asked me a lot of good questions this morning that I don't specifically remember now, if you can think of them now. You were basically asking me how will it get to that, but it's like, okay, Brock beat Taker, right, who broke the streak, right? And this guy just squashed him. So... I want that guy. You know what I'm saying? Are you well, following my yeah, li- I'm yeah, not saying. But where does Brock get his win back? Because we all know that that's coming. At this. He fucks him at the Rumble. That ain't a hey, win. Hey, yo. That's not a win just because he fucks him. You don't think that some kind of receipt is in terms of where we're at in the business? Not, not booking where we came from. Not Bill Watts. Not. Not the, not a corny type mind. No, I think they gotta have another match. Um, when does that happen? How many things are between the Rumble and the pay per view? And the in the ones that we consider real or in general? Because you and I look at it, there's like a big four. Would you agree with that? Of course. Um, but you can you can still get that receipt at one of the smaller ones. If you think if you think the receipt at one of the smaller ones is cool, then you're a thousand percent right. Not not a hundred, a thousand percent right. Yeah, I, I don't just, think it has to be one of the, the bigger ones. So you but, don't think both of them, contractually and payday-wise and drawing-wise, you think they'll come in for like one of these if, meds on meds? If we're saying Goldberg-Taker at Mania. If we're saying Goldberg-Lesnar at Mania? Your, your heart is telling you that they're building up to Gold, Goldberg-Lesnar at Mania as well. Yes. How, how much of you are like is like, that's what's going to happen? I know. 85. So 15% will follow what you think I'm saying, which I'm just saying is what I think. I don't, I just don't. It doesn't make sense when when they're in the middle of this thing with Lesnar and Goldberg. I think they wrap it up by then. Why not not Joe and Brock? 
at Mania. Joe's a factor, and I think Joe's coming up sooner than later. I think he's coming up at the Rumble. Why not Joe Brock at Mania and Nakamura Geldberg? No fucking way. Go, Nakamura Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He's going to have to fucking carry him, man. No fucking way. Look. No way. No way. If that happens, I ain't watching. Yes, you are. No yes, fucking you are. way. That's a that's fucking insulting. I'm coming here and <laughs> we're watching it together. I, what I'm the reason I'm thinking this way is Nakamura, how can you pit, Goldberg? How can you pit these guys over? Joe, you know Joe Brock is is gold. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying you don't have to worry about that. Would you agree? Don't you think that Joe's coming in as a heel though? And technically, Brock's a heel. I think Joe comes in. I think Bobby Roode comes in. They're both working heel in NXT to monster, monster pops, okay. which is what they do not want and they don't care. Yeah, but Joe the, comes out on fucking Raw next Monday. It's the same thing that happened with Owens. Monster pop. And he's been a heel the whole time he's been up there. Right, but I'm saying, does what about... Does any of this shit matter anymore? And the it's it, since since uh, that's a good question. Does it matter since uh, since Rock and fucking Austin blurred the lines of that tweener shit? Uh, Joe comes out, bro. This he can't get fucking booed. There's no scenario where he gets booed. I don't think Bobby's Rude's coming up yet. No, all right. What I meant was when he does, if it's in a year, yeah, he's getting a pop. That glorious shit, bro. That fucking song. That song. I haven't seen a song get someone over, and you'd probably have to remind me of the last time a song got someone over that much. And that might be the best fucking theme ever. I think we have to factor in Finn as well. You said he's ahead of schedule, that's doing what better. They're saying. Yeah, that's what they're saying. He's a factor. All of these dudes are factor. All I know is that they better fucking do something because I'm almost out, man. Yo, man, I'm that telling shit was you, so it ain't happening. fucking bad. It was so fucking bad. It was insulting. If you it think you're getting suck. out, I won't let it happen. <laughs> you know what'll start happening? Telling you like I'm telling you what happened to John Bleak. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Black Patch. I like that better than uh I think you do. I do. Um and I, I said to you this morning, uh obviously off air, you were getting the kids ready for school. I said to you, what would you say? Because we're obviously coming to the end of the year here. Um, so everyone's year end lists in everything, right? Albums of the year, movies right. of the year, all that shit is I don't know if we're gonna do something a little bit inventive a take on that or if we're just going to totally no sell it as as a podcast i meant are we going to do uh or insult somebody else's or insult list? someone else's list as gavin's brilliant idea was to talk about that punk rock list that did, was the descendants yeah mm -hmm. that they got wrong that they got wrong if we do something like that if we do our favorite moments of the year of the show Something like that could be possible, but year-end stuff is pretty traditional. Whether it's hacky or not, we'll debate it amongst ourselves. But, gentlemen, Sicko, Pablo, I asked the OG this morning via text while he was getting K ready for school. 
What would you say if I said Chris Jericho is the wrestler of the year? Initially, I agreed with you, and then something popped in my head. But you didn't have heat with it. No. Which means... <clears throat> no, I had something to say, but I'm saved, I saved it for now. A, the list. Yep. We hacked his list. Yep. With the list He's doing things So subtle and brilliant Yep He's not on the mic Kevin Steen's talking Someone does something He doesn't like And he's writing Pitting them on the list I'm just gonna say one thing When I say this thing You tell me If we're still in the same spot We were Ready? continue Ready? Yes Broken Matt Fuck That's what I was gonna say all right, I have a response. It is like when we talk about bands slash artists, rappers, and their discography is, oh, they had two ill albums, and then they got shot. Broken Matt, the the stuff that I, we hipped y'all to, the final deletion, um, the following, st- the amnesia. I feel like because of he's not on every week, and nor are those brilliant segments. If they were as, <clears throat> so if you're talking a brilliance level from one to ten, I'm giving him the exact level of brilliance of Jericho this year. To me, it's the. Um, <coughs> For me, <clears throat> it's overall who had a bigger impact this past year on the business. Yo, Jericho had a huge impact. Bro, they're he talking did. about maybe pitting the strap on <clears throat> him, maybe he, having him win the Rumble. I'm not saying they're going to happen. He did, but think back to when Hardy first started doing the Broken Matt thing. Yeah. No one could stop fucking talking about Agreed. it. Agreed. Agreed. And has continued to talk about it since. Well, we have uh, a couple episodes to decide, but I threw that out there. I didn't say I I can be swayed, man. I can be bribed by Broken Matt, but the Broken Matt shit is brilliant. Uh, We saw him live. We saw Senior Benjamin. My favorite. We saw Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1 flew right above our heads. Mm Mm-hmm. It almost hit me in the sicko. Mm-hmm. You know that tonight's uh, episode Jesus of TNA is uh, the entire episode is at the compound. Yes, of I course. Mean. So tonight's episode yeah. could pit me over the... Right. Your end. There's basically... <clears throat> Got a mouse in your gimmick. <clears throat> OG. What? Got a mouse in your gimmick. Yeah, I know. He's been here a day or two. Mm. You physically saw him? Yeah, he's right there. Where? Where? Top of the, the dishwasher. Where? He's behind the dishwasher. Oh hell! Oh, no. On the on the countertop. He's on he's the countertop. Like this big. This he's on the countertop. We need a cat. Can we help him? All right. Well, I'll bring some bait next time. So yeah, everybody listening, <clears throat> tell me if you have a problem with uh, with what I'm saying about Jericho and where you think Broken Matt and and don't write. 
that AJ and Ricochet and all of that were not we talking about. We know shit, all that, man. man. You ain't hipping yeah, us. Right. We know about work rate. Those guys are brilliant. AJ, I'm pure t- wrestling. You know I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing about the fucking work rate. The fucking work rate. Like, the bottom line is, are you entertaining me or are you not? Yeah. I don't give a motherfucker. Like, if I want to see that shit, I'll watch Masawa in fucking 92. There you go. You know what I mean? Well, I just wanted to... This seems like I'm, like, picking on this dude because he's so over that I have no choice but to address it. This kid, Will Ospreay, from yeah. overseas. Yeah. Like, the dude is on a level on a level with Ricochet in yeah. terms of in-ring work. Yeah. Um, literally haven't heard him spoke, speak... So like I can't like if you, all right man like okay spot 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 you're kind of forgetting where this all comes from man. yeah it's not you know it's not always all about that it's although carny that's shit, man. although that's entertaining sometimes I'm tired of relying on that as deciding what's good and what's not yeah well I know, I know that's a part of why you're not a fan of the young bucks <clears throat> you know what I mean you just think spot 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 I don't get it I don't get it yeah. on any fucking level I don't get it you hear they, this they're 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 boy this is a podcast you talk you don't shake your head <laughs> they're over talking. because some fucking smart mark on the internet decided they were over stop it it's true man they can it's talk fucking tr- <clears throat> I don't think they can. Stop. I don't think they can. <laughs> now, I, now it's Those motherfuckers are fucking, they're fucking 90 pounds. That's true. They look like little kids. That's true. It's super kick after super kick after super kick after super kick. That's true. And they true. fucking, they, they, they jacked their whole fucking gimmick from old NWO stuff, which I didn't like then. Well, I don't have, I can't really say much there. <laughs> I'm not having it. I watched that. Talk. I watched that. Match with uh, the Briscoes, yeah, which was a brilliant fucking match. But yes. if you really watch it, you're gonna put it all the who's fucking the Briscoes. who's who's brilliant in that. You watch that? I did. But you I'm didn't a, watch all the Thanos battle though, right? No, I'm a I'm a mark for the fucking Briscoes. You, so. Who isn't? Right. You that's have to watch all the final battle. That's motherfuckers who can go, who can fucking talk, and who live the fucking gimmick. Because you know the who gimmick I want to see go? Them. Who? The Briscoes, yeah, and the fucking Horseman knock knock off dudes oh, that we love. Oh, uh, the Rock. The, I can't. The uh, uh, them dudes, <laughs> Arn and Tully, but not Arn and Tully. Uh, the Revival. Revival. I want to see Briscoes oh. Revival. I'll strong watch style. That shit all day. See what I'm saying? Yeah. See what I'm saying to you? Yeah. All right. So yeah, don't fucking don't don't uh at Gavin and I about these dudes that fucking are spot monkeys. We know dudes that can work. We understand that. You got to be able to work on the stick, ring psychology, all of that. I'm saying Broken Matt, uh Jericho, AJ, who else am I forgetting for potential wrestler of the year? Seth was out too long, Finn got hurt. Yeah. Joe Nakamura, Joe fucking rules. You you want to talk about a little bit of a controversial opinion? I don't think Nakamura is living up to the hype. Yeah, I in can't. NXT. I have to fucking go to the next topic. I don't <laughs> think that he is. He's not. For whatever reason, I feel like he's not adapting well. The match he had with Sammy was fucking brilliant. The matches after that with Finn and Joe. They're good, but they ain't fucking Stop. what they should be. Stop. 
Rewatch them. You're being difficult. Rewatch them. Look, you can be difficult. When man. the business fucking isn't entertaining me, I'm gonna lash out at it. I've given it opportunity. Could be you're after, cranky. I'm gonna. I've given it opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Could be you didn't like what you had for dinner that yeah. night. <laughs> Rewatch it. Could be you had <clears throat> three too many ravs, and then you watched it. Never too many ravs. I wish I had some fucking ravs right too. now. You motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Jesus, he called them. Is he, are we motherfuckers or are the Ravs motherfuckers? I don't know, but he mad. Whoever. That motherfucker's making a lot of noise. I know he is. Chuck a fucking thing out there. Nah, he's a nice fella. <laughs> Chuck dynamite in his head out there. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why that was so funny. You popped. I did. What, for a nice fella? You called him a fella. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, this is our first show back. Um... In a minute, three weeks or so, maybe a month. So uh, we got to get back to our regular gimmicks to I get this to get this fucking party started, fuckos. So with that said, I don't want to give him an advantage. He can, he can look over. I don't fucking cheat. First I know of you all. don't, but I don't want to give you the temptation. Pablo just put on. He put on the engineer's cap. The engineer gimmick. Where do we get that? Somebody sent it in. My Charlie the Train hat. Do we Choo-choo. know who sent it in? OG, do we know? We, uh, I wrote it somewhere, and I don't know where <laughs> <Yes>. it is. <laughs> well, the problem is that we're usually <clears throat> super on top of anybody who's kind enough to send us some stuff. But I'm get we were getting stuff for the podcast along with seventy thousand packages toys. of toys. It got a little bit. That's fair. It got a little bit. And then we had gave, that time off. Whoever gave Pablo the Charlie the Train hat. <laughs> doo, doo. I was. Yes. I threw the oop and he yammed yeah. it. I, if you didn't yam it, I was gonna have to right. call uh, Thomas the Train. Nice, Take it. fucking toot toot blow. Ringo St- Ringo Steezar yeah, Thomas. Yeah. He bagged out after like season one. I think. Yeah, yeah. Nice. With, I think he did it with peace and love though. Peace and <laughs> peace love. And love. He's busy. He is. So uh, we're going back to something we call word association. Sicko, you've taken care of that. I am indeed. You, for some reason, are hiding it from me as if I've ever cheated. The only one who cheats is Pablo. And Gavin has to watch because he Googles everything. Right. And that's about it. That's about it. No, I was just moving the list around. The back of your scully looks like, looks like, a, like a rat tail. It is... Um not supposed to be worn this way. It's supposed to be folded gimmick. Yeah. But I'm not doing that. You're right breaking now. the rules. Yeah, I don't like the folded gimmick. Uh, I, I, I sometimes do. I do, sometimes I don't. I like that gimmick. Right now I don't. That's the Cholo gimmick. Right. I mean. All right. The word association. It's up to you guys. Uh which direction. I think it should go to Thomas the train. You think so? <laughs> All aboard the word association. And, and Gavin will watch. Wow. All right, we'll start off with an easy one. Uh Professor. What comes to mind when I say the movie Spaceballs? Your Schwartz is as big as mine. Nice. Uh, I love that movie. I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched that in many, many fucking years, but it makes me laugh out loud. Still I know. Still holds up. I know almost every word. That's how much I watch that yeah. movie. It's fucking brilliant and funny. She doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> What's our favorite line, Vin? Now you good. good. Now you know why evil will always triumph over good because good, good is, is dumb. dumb. 
That's the best line. Surprisingly, holds up surprisingly well. I actually just watched it recently. It's been making yeah. the rounds on all the movie channels, and I was, I was like, ah, this isn't gonna be as funny as when you know when nineteen eighty eight. Man, it might even be fucking funnier. So good. Well, you're fucking mine. <laughs> Right. You know, it's like you think of where you were at in 87. I'm not much further away from that person, you know, like, yeah, I would say it's in the top five of that genre of comedy. Like, oh, if you're if you're if you're talking spoof comedy, yeah, it might be number one spoof comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, Pablo, Di Croizen. I don't know them. Yeah. Jeffrey. I don't know much about them either. Milwaukee is all I really know about them. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think if you played it, I would know. It was like um, they were one of those bands that like I'd see the shirt at Zipperhead type exactly. bands. You know exactly. what I mean? And and it, you know, there's a lot of those bands that it, through the in the future of word association, I'll probably say the same yeah. thing. Like I don't know when I was buying a. My thing with them is. And this is not a knock on them because I did like. I mean, I had the one record that they're known for on like, like I taped it off. So I never actually had the record, but I think they also benefit. Like they're put always put up in this upper echelon of, you know, founders of hardcore. Uh-huh. I think they benefit from where they came from because when you do the whole like all over the country, like I think they're from Milwaukee or somewhere uh-huh. like. Who else are you going to mention? Yeah, when you mention that area you know what in the I mean? Midwest or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, you're very, very base, very, like, 1981 hardcore. Like. I know at a point, at a point when I was a kid, even thinking that it was, like, industrial music. Because <laughs> of the name. Yeah. You, know, you got that yeah, German exactly. Yeah, name. like, I thought it was some, uh, you know, like, like ministry type shit right. for a minute. Obviously, right. I realized later it wasn't, but. I could I, see that. I'm not sure that I would know if you put them on that it was them. Pablo, where did I go? Shalimar. Shalimar. Yes, Shalimar. Damn, I'm drawing a blank on That's that. That's a shout too. out to my wife. Uh, little Jody Watley. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I'm blanking too. <clears throat> Vin. Yeah, I was gonna say what? I was gonna say Watley. Nice for Tim Watley. Nice. No, I, uh, sexy time music too. Definitely yeah. sexy time music. Uh, Pablo the Strokes. That first album's fucking awesome. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Hipster ass fucking nonsense <clears throat> fucking bullshit. Like, uh, industry made silly. Pretty much. Silly, silly, silly band. A huge mark for the first record. And, and everything Gavin said is true. They're created, they're rich. Super rich New York kids, mm-hmm. uh, Julian Casablanca, mm-hmm. like, just uh, very similar to the makeup of that Lana Del Rey chick. You know, da- dad's a billionaire, and they're on because of that. But somehow they made like twelve good, yeah, twelve good seventy sounding rock songs on that first album that I like. I I would almost be like a thousand percent with Gavin, uh-huh. but I can't deny that. All I remember is that first record. Yeah, like it or hate it. I mean, it's a perfectly crafted pop record, yeah. like pop rock type record. Every song on it is catchy. Yeah, yeah. Hooky. My man, who, my man who passed away, Ian, hipped me to that too. So that's and that's what it makes me think of. Yeah. That's who exactly who it makes me think of. 
Yeah, but I mean, they're fucking bozos as human beings. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Pablo, Anthony Michael Hall. Can I borrow your underpants? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jeffrey? He was in a lot of fucking movies that I like in the 80s, man. That motherfucker could go. <laughs> I mean, he was all right. Underrated, my man. He doesn't even have his license, Lisa. Beautiful. <laughs> Give me the keys. I'll drive. I'm going to say my favorite thing that he did, even though he was only in it for a few minutes. Um, uh, what's it called with Will Smith? Um, Freddie Got Fingered? Six Degrees of Separation. <laughs> I, I ignore him. I, I know Sal. Uh, Freddie Got Fingered. He is in Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah, he had a, he had a nice uh, little, little part in it. Pablo, the, Stet uh, the catcher in the rye, the the catcher in the rye scene in that movie. Oh, that movie's brilliant. brilliant. It's one of my yeah. all-time favorite movies yeah. and plays. Stetsasonic. I knew this girl. Her <laughs> name is Lola. She lives in a country called Angola. Nice. Get a little Pablo rat. What's right. the song I'm thinking of? It's not that. Speaking of a girl Ooh, named Susie. Susie, she's just a groupie. There's um, they got joints, man. Oh, no. You would Africa? Know too. I can't remember. That's the John I was doing. Something I'm thinking of. ICA, Angola, Soweto, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Mozambique, and Botswana. Well, let us speak about the motherland. Speak about the motherland. About the motherland. Prince Paul, Heart as Nails, Beats, Stadio, First Band. Yeah, man. Groundbreaking. I'm going to say two things. Um, I ain't going to play Sunsite. They were like the one rap yes. on that yes. record. That was great. great. And th this is a very obscure one. But I ain't going to play Sunsite. I'm going to say it was like eight, somewhere between 87 and 89. Uh -huh. um, Howard did a guest thing on MTV around Thanksgiving time. Okay. Where he had Gary come out in like a turkey suit. Okay. And I remember they made him do like MTV news. And he was talking. Something was going on with Stetsasonic at the time. Maybe they had a record coming out. My mind it. is blown. I don't and he, it. just hearing him talk about it was one of the oddest things I've ever experienced I in my life. There's ve I don't know that anyone can get over a Howard tidbit on me, and you just did. Oh, yeah. I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. I don't remember the surroundings, like why he was doing I remember it was around Thanksgiving. I remember the big turkey costume for Bowie. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, he was doing a news report on fucking stuff. You're eating another fucking deal, man? Bull, he can't wait. I'm up to 67. Wait to your pretzels. Pablo. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Now, I see you don't know how to act. Denzel Washington. Hey, darkness. Hey, darkness. Denzel, he's great in, uh, oh, Denzel. <laughs> oh, Denzel. Denzel. I call him Denzel. 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 Uh, Ricochet, right? Is he Ricochet? Yeah. Terminal Velocity? <laughs> Terminal Velocity? Ricochet with Ice-T? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good movie. I don't, I don't remember. He gets drugged. Oh. He's a cop. Yeah, with, trying to run for office or whatever. With the Lithgow. Yeah, yeah Lithgow's the movie. heel. Wow, no, I don't. Oh, remember it's that heavy at all. duty, babe. Awesome. That wow, movie's exquisite. OG, Denzel, or Denzel, or Denzel, or Denzel. Uh, Malcolm X and the Hurricane are two of my favorite movies. Nice. Praise, praise Jesus. Um. 
I would say in general that I I, I would have said I don't like him because I don't like some of his other movies, but those two movies are fucking brilliant. He is in uh, on a list of very a very small list of actors that make can make a bad film slash script watchable. Training Day is so over with me. You take him out of that, that is one of the worst pieces of shit hood movies. And his performance is so fucking brilliant in it. And he's he's done that a bunch of times um, in other films. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think he's got that Pacino syndrome? Of taking everything? No, where he's kind of become a parody of himself. Uh, maybe now? Yeah. yeah, Denzel's gotta be what, mid-50s, pushing 60? Uh, no, maybe, yeah. I mean, Pacino's definitely a parody of himself. Yeah. Is Denzel getting there? Maybe. I mean, right now, I'm talking about Training Day? Bro, that was 15 years ago already. Right. Um, the, the hurricane was longer than that, or around the same time, 15 years. Um, the they, thing w- they're saying this movie that he's got coming out. Yeah, I saw the commercial movie, for that. Is like it, it will change your world. Really, I saw a trailer for it. It was pretty. What is it heavy. called? Fences. Fences. What's it? What's the deal? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like a family drama. It's like oh. real heavy drama. And there's like a scene with him and his kid. And oh, it's okay, like real okay. Hard well, well re- real quick, um, the 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 hurricane is ca- he carries that as well. When you if you just focus on the other performances and the. The story being a true story is shaky at best. Mm-hmm. If you really, if you're a boxing head and you knew about Ruben, you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about him as a man. I'm talking about the glorification of he would have been the heavyweight champ. He would uh, that Joey Giardello fight was close in Philly, and people threw shit in the ring. He got the shit beat out of him. You know the fight that's supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, controversial. Mm-hmm. That is artistic license mm. he got knocked around the ring by Giordello and nobody threw anything in the ring he got beat from pillar to post he was an okay fighter that has nothing to do with a man going to jail right. for a crime he didn't right. commit but all things lead all truth leads to two things he, he was an okay fighter and even after he got out of jail he's a creep <laughs> everyone that met him all of that after he these people right. help him beat it, and he's living in Toronto. Total jerk off. Wow. Yeah. Well, as far as Denzel, I have two things to say. One, the tear, glory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, my favorite Denzel movie, uh-huh. Carbon Copy. Wow. With George Siegel. Wow. Favorite Denzel movie. Love the ever. George Siegel. <laughs> Love him. It's it's you're a really strange person for saying that. I'm it's very strange. Yeah. It's my. I didn't say it's his best. I didn't say it's a great I, I movie. I didn't say you did, but the I'm fact that it's your it's favorite. favorite. Pablo, Elliot Smith. I love uh, pretty much everything he's ever done. Yeah? Yeah, as I said, I didn't get to see him play before he uh, passed. OJ? I like a lot of his stuff. I thought he was... I don't like to throw the word genius around because that's reserved for Lennon and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People of that ilk. For us, are you know, if, if we're going to comparatively, pretty close to genius. Uh, morning after... Um, Saint Ide song, uh, <clears throat> super sad. His story too, man. Yeah. Just brutal. I don't know his music very brutal, well. I know his brutal, story. Brutal, brutal, I know. Brutal. I know so more good. about his, his yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, I I like to bust your balls and say you're difficult and stuff. I'd be shocked if if 
It's totally if, your thing. If I, I played you, it sounds like it would be. If I played you fifteen songs, you'd be like, "These are maybe the best fifteen songs I've heard in a long time." Might be a little too depressing for me. It might be a little too hard to handle. He did the songs in Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah, that are okay. all fucking brilliant. Okay, this one's for Pablo. Pablo, scream. Yes, Scream Fumble, one of my favorite albums of all time, even before I knew Dave Grohl was on it. That's Grohl, if you didn't. <clears throat> OJ? Never cared. My answer was going to be Dave Grohl, and I, I didn't get wrapped up in that DC scene outside of... of when obvious. I say Yeah, and when I say scene, I mean I'm not talking about Bad Brains and Minor Thread. I mean all those offshoot bands, mm-hmm. Discord bands. I, it just wasn't, wasn't my deal. Yeah, I'd actually say, like, Fumble's the only thing I do like, but I don't like the early, like... I like the Still Screaming and uh, Bang the Drum. I like those albums. What would, for, what would you do? It's just, it's just traditional punk rap? Yeah, those the, albums are traditional The first punk. couple of records, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. By the time Grohl got in, I think they made a record... When was that? When was Fumble? Like, 89? Like, late 80s might have even been early 90s, like, right before Nirvana. Uh-huh. And it's very alternate alternative rock it has nothing to do with hardcore whatsoever but it for what it is it's a banging album but i like i never liked their hardcore stuff okay their early stuff it just bored me pablo the grave diggers early rizza don't know one song i remember that video i mean it was mildly entertaining at the time Mm. vin um, th- there was definitely a uh, they invented horrorcore thing attached to them. That's far from the truth. There was uh, insane poetry. There was Esham uh, from Detroit. There, um, when when RZA and Prince Paul are at the helm of something, it's going to be good. Um, the first record is a genuine classic. The second record. Is very good. I don't know the second one at all. Yeah, the pick, the sickle, and the shovel. It's called. And then Riz and Jiz, Rizza and Paul were done with the project, and uh, Poetic, who passed away, um, and Fru Kwan did something after that, that that I wasn't a fan of. But uh, the first two records, uh, still I still burn them. The good records. Pablo, kiss singles. I used to steal them all the time from <laughs> We Three Records. OG, did you ever fuck with Kissingles? Yeah, I worked in record stores at the time. I hated them. So did I. But I had some. I mean, I guess. Ben, did you ever buy any? Yeah, I did because <gasps> uh, certain groups that I considered to be cool would put uh, B-sides that weren't on the LP on them. That's true. Um, hieroglyphics mm. were notorious for it. Probably, um, if you ask me about their legacy, that might be the first thing that comes to my mind is B-sides. Mm. They put amazing, amazing songs on as B-sides. Um, you know, there were Gangstar B-sides that were brilliant. Dwick was a B-side. Really? Yeah. So I uh, I, when I think of Kissingles, I think of that's why I never bought one that just included something that was on the record i think that would be weird behavior yeah but a lot of them had jewels on it i can't ever remember like having one like even have 
Like, you know how you have shit that you just don't know where it came Yeah, from? of course. Like, I don't remember having I know I never specifically bought one. Well, it got to the point where I started either stealing them, slash keeping them, slash collecting them, or stealing more of them because we would use them as blanks for stupid yeah. beats on. yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Ghostbusters. Team. Yeah. You know what and the, biggest, the biggest cassette single sales-wise was? What? The remake Elton John did of Candle in the Wind. Really? really? I think they... Didn't that, they... Co- that, we couldn't... We had boxes yeah. of that shit and couldn't keep them in stock. Wow. Motherfuckers lost their mind over that shit. That was when she tapped? I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. 97. <laughs> Yeah. That was 97? Yeah, when yeah. she tapped. Okay. Then, yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. It does. Then. That's why I'm saying it, because it makes perfect sense. I know sense. I was a tower. Yeah. And there was fucking boxes of them, man. Fuck. Yeah. People marked for There her, was man. like, I'm not positive on this, but the, I think there was 30 in a box. And we had boxes stacked up taller than we were. And motherfuckers were just like, wow, buying that shit. Elton came up, huh? I mean, he must have a fucking... Do the deal. He like, does. He knows, in the wind. he knows how to pull them heartstrings. All right, well, let, let's end it with a special one uh, that I'll let Pablo start with. Pablo, what comes to mind when I say the name correct? It's funny you say that. So I was just talking to him on the Facebook, and he threw up a, th- a throwback Thursday picture, and it was from like a week ago. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, do you fucking know internet etiquette? Like, throwback is a throwback. That means, like, at least a year, if not, like, five. And he's like, it's not. And then we're like, no, it is. Like, so then I did, like, a throwback Wednesday. And I put, like, a picture of Wednesday. And then fucking, and then fucking uh, Cody Mack was like, throwback today. It took a picture of the clock from an hour ago. Like, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. He won with that one. That's all right. It was the best thing I ever saw. So yeah, OG correct. I think correct is working. You all and you <laughs> realized that he was making a joke about it being throwback and saying, "Oh, throwback." He's not it that smart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's working no, all you, and no. I think you're a mark. No, okay. I'm fucking not mad at Gavin, <laughs> and I have something to say about this fucking guy. <laughs> nice. Remember the story I told you about him buying cheap tickets to yes. the boxing matches and, and getting launched out of his... He's told Pablo that I was taking that... Please. It's on the internet. Uh, it's, what did he say? He's, he said he, he, you embellished the story. He said that I embellished... I don't believe that for a second. Now, what is he calling me to task on? What did I embellish? How bad his terrible cheap seats are? <laughs> or how many times I've seen him get fucking launched out of good seats and then fuck embarrassed? Which part is he embellishing? Which part am I embellishing? That is my question to you. They're both going on there their face. Here it is. So he wrote, first of all, Paz fabricated that story for cheap pop, but I let him rock with it for entertainment purposes for the show. <laughs> And he failed to mention the time we went to a fight in AC, and he bought a three hundred to four hundred dollars seat, and I paid twenty four bucks, and we sat next to each other. That one time is the only time in the history of life I didn't upgrade to a better seat. I went to the biggest fight of the year two weeks ago and bought cheap seats, and got not only upgraded but the red carpet treatment. And I learned that move from an OG. He's jelly. 
he learned it from an OG, the, the move. <laughs> yes, the OG actually has some fucking clout that he's talking about. So that's how this OG pulls it off. That's one. B, the fight that he's talking about, that did happen where he paid for cheap seats and sat with us. He has been rung up every other time. <laughs> he sat in the fucking nosebleeds with his brother, Mick, who was a friend of the show, for fucking Golovkin Stevens. He sat in the fuck. He, we went to fucking Kovalev. Him and his brother are sitting with fucking Lanny and I. He gets fucking rung up, and I'm fucking texting him fucking live pictures because they look <laughs> like fucking ass from where he was sitting. He couldn't tell, differentiate between the white guy and the black guy. <laughs> That's how fucking far he was sitting at there. So I fucking... I fucking call him to task, other than Matisse Peterson, where it worked. He, he tries to fucking act like he's buying popcorn, act yeah. like he's throwing out a hot dog to catch around here and there, and can't fucking relax with his fucking, his fucking cheap ways. He's following the ways of Pablo, and it him. is a fucking cancer. It's a mockery. It is. Well, there you go. Uh, correct. You've now made it to infamy. You're now a Best subject of, of word association. And that wraps up another <clears throat> rousing round of the word association gimmick. And that can only mean one thing. That leads us to Pablo and Sicko's favorite segment. It's the internet's favorite segment. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with the internet. This segment is called Dear Vin. <laughs> it's been a while, so... There's no shortage of lunacy. No, there is not. <laughs> As Sicko has provided me. Here's some fucking thoughts from uh, All right. Dear Vin. Yo, Vinny. I'll rap battle you in a sec. Check this line. I'm the walking dead talking shit. If heaven has a fence, I'm hopping it. Awesome. That's fucking awesome. Sign him. I mean, I'm not mad at that line. That's it. Oh. Not. It sounds like one of Jordy's rap battles. <laughs> yeah. It does. That was it, by the way. He asked me to battle him, told him to check his line, spit his line. Short and sweet. You I liked it. It's like his nine to five. He did his eight and skate. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he got in, got out. Hey, yo. <laughs> Go ahead, PJ. I see you. He's go. He's all that. I mean, Gavin Mark. <laughs> Did he say what his rap name was? No. Fuck. His. It's a real name there. Ah, uh, forget it. Come up with something. Dave. <laughs> MC Dave. No. Just Dave. Dave. Just Dave. Yeah. Dear Vin. <laughs> I lo I love when I see a question mark because. If you're going to make a crazy statement to me, like, have at it, Charlie does it, I just have to accept it. It's when there's a question mark you're asking me. <laughs> Scorpions and Jewish mysticism are connected? <laughs> question. It's, uh, homie, I don't know. He, he continues. I have flashbacks. Please respond. I may be crazy. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, listen, pal. You think? Listen, I may be crazy, but I think the end is near. And I am having memories that are not mine triggered by your verses. Now I have all these symbols and names. Gabriel, cross if you are there, please. Tell me what is happening. I've had psychic experiences before, 
but nothing like this Jewish writing. I'm starting to doubt who I really am and have occult knowledge without studying it. Maybe a shotgun to the head would be the best, Gabriel. Ra and Akim Allah and all these words wake emotions in me. Fuck this. I'm going to go get high. Bye. <laughs> I mean, any thoughts, gentlemen? Gavin? The opening line was all right. Would you like to hear it again? Please. Scorpions and Jewish mysticism are connected? <laughs> Pablo, any thoughts? I, I don't know, but I will look into it. All right. Whether or not scorpions are connected to Jewish yeah. mysticism. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. he sparked my interest. All right. Dear Vin, you make me want Islam. I'm confused, though. You not eat pork products? I like Islam, but I also like pork product. <laughs> I like bacon. Can I eat cheese? <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking question of the month right there. That's fucking great. And finally. I like all these tonight. Good ones. If I, if I go through that, I actually understand everything he says. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering. I, I could tell him, but I don't think that guy's listening. Well, to let me ask. Can, he, can you eat cheese? Is there something wrong with cheese? Well, there's no, there's not. But um, everything that is halal is not kosher. But everything that's kosher is halal. Okay. So if you, by Jewish dietary law, you can't eat meat and dairy. Right. At the same time. Right. So in Islam, you can eat cheese. Uh, you can eat dairy. Uh, you can eat cheese um, in Judaism, but you couldn't have a cheesesteak. You couldn't have what our moms make. Uh, meaning gotcha. raviolis and meatballs. Gotcha. Meat and dairy can't uh, be in the same dish. Uh, so, brother, no pork is allowed uh, at all on any level, even byproducts. Uh, things like uh, certain aspirins, gel caps, that's gelatin, that's mm -hmm. swine, um, and obviously not bacon. And you could eat cheese, even though you know it came out crazy, which makes for comedy. But see, I learned something, so... Yeah. Oh, Jordy and I, Jordy, Jordy's head almost exploded when I started. Uh, I didn't know Jordy was Jewish. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we started talking about the members of tribe. Mm -hmm. And I, I almost had her thoroughly convinced that I was MOT with my knowledge of Judaism. That's MOT. A member of the tribe. Oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh. The tribe being. Yeah, gotcha. You know, quest, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> Try, you know, I was talking to her about the 12 tribes, the 144,000, and I told her that if she makes a sukkus and has does sexy time with her husband in the sukkus, that that's a mitzvah. Did I not, OG? You did. Wasn't she happily surprised with that information? She was. There you go. So I will help her make a sukkus for her you. and her husband. <laughs> Thank you. Gesundheit. Jordy, I will help you. <clears throat> Gavin will help me. We'll build the sukkahs for you and your husband to do mitzvah. There you go. Thank you. All right. If any of that was too personal, Pablo <laughs> will edit it out, and the Gavin will uh, say whether or not it was or not. And the last Dear Vin of tonight. Dear Vin, 
There's only one cornerstone, and that's Jesus. Repent for your sins. I mean... Look, I don't know where anyone gets any idea that any of us have heat with JC. I mean... He's talking about the corner store, pal. Oh, I know. There's only one corner store, and that's the church. JC is... Repent. JC hanging out at Mike's on the corner. So you're telling me... (laughs) L and D African on Fifty Sixth. <laughs> I saw him. Street. Man. You saw Jesus there. Listen, he was from the hood. He ran with a crew. That's what I'm saying. He was twelve deep. You're telling me. I saw him asking for some change. You did. I did. <sighs> well, I mean, JC is multicultural. He he'll, is. He'll fraternize with anyone. He He's is. got no he no is. heat with nobody. And every Abrahamic religion has no heat. And he's a M-O-T-T. He is. So? He's the original. Why would I have he? God's chosen people. King I of mean, kings. He, hey, Jesus is just all right by me. <clears throat> That's been another rousing... Bloodbath. Bloodbath. <laughs> murder scene. Homicide scene. Carnage. That's been another car crash <laughs> known as... Maniacs. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to uh, throw it to my friend Pablo. Before I throw that over, have each of you gentlemen heard the theme music to our sitcom yet? Gavin definitely has. Yes. Pablo? Yes. I started working on lyrics tonight at the studio. They popped Scott Stallone. So you and I need to flesh it out. We will record it here, and Pablo will mix it. Okay. Yes, under the under the cover of night, I've had Scott working on some. Uh, you did, have. Did he play you some stuff? You have. Did you pl- did he play you some stuff tonight? Yes. Is that what you're saying? And it, you're you're liking it? I heard he he wrote the theme song to the sitcom a while ago. Yeah. The okay. other stuff, as you commissioned him. Yes. He was letting me in on it. I hear there's a word association yes. theme. Yes. That went live. Uh, and some other things. Yes. Uh, with that said, also, uh, oh, we're starting to put videos up heavily. So you got to pit them over. Make sure you like them and watch them. And subscribe, and, uh, subscribe, subscribe to that because I want my own fucking button. Vinny Pazzi could be the only one with a button. Sicko. And, and, and real quick with that, too. So the problem that we have with social media is these are YouTube videos. I post them all the time. You're not getting to see them because of the Facebook algorithm, whatever it is they do. Because I can tell how many. I can back Sicko's statement up just with my own posts. Um, Things slip through the cracks unless you pay to have them. What's the word called? Not embedded. Sponsored. Uh, Sponsored. Sponsored. But you're basically paying like an ad. Yeah. So we'd be paying for an ad for you to watch us with these stupid videos. I mean, when we think something's important or we really need your help, we'll sponsor it. Right. But, but for this to get around that, uh, you know, and I hate to tell you to, to subscribe to one more thing, but, you know, if you're on YouTube anyway, just go to our channel. The, our channel's name is Vinny Paz Presents the Broad Street Breakdown. So it's its own entity, separate from Vinny's music channel, so you won't find it there. This way, if you go and subscribe, you'll if, you, if you're interested in the videos of the show, and that was the thing before we started putting them out, yeah. people kept writing, you should, you should put... Make yeah. videos. So we've been up. filming and Pablo's been editing like a maniac. So and they've come out really fucking well because of Pablo's work. Thank you. So if uh, if you just want to know when new ones come up and everything, you, the best bet is to subscribe to the, the YouTube channel. Thank All right, you. cool. Wanted to get that out of the way. Um, 
Well, along with our returning segments, I'm hoping to hear the correct answer to this. Pablo, Professor Pablo. Hello. Is there a Pablo Cheapo tip of the week? There is. Pablo's Cheapo tip of the week. I'm I'm fine. Great. I got put over and I'm going to get put under. All right. So it's fine. So you you got put over and now you're getting buried? Yeah. We'll see. All right. But, I mean, this one, I, I guess, is probably, everyone said the last one was whack. So whatever, but I this mean, one, my mom took, uh, hit you on. I the, know. Told she you. took him she, to task. She didn't yeah. learn nothing. She didn't learn nothing from that one. I no. guess. So this one, I guess, everyone's probably gonna think is whack too, because I'm sure everyone does this one. So it's gonna be like I'm sure Pablo does this one. We is do it, this one. So scary. Uh, we'll be the judge. Yeah, of that. we'll be the judge of that. So uh, I think I don't know if we mentioned earlier. Like I'm a, a creature of habit. I love a nice routine. Oh yeah. I love my routine in life. That's if my routine is is fucking thrown off, I I'm ruined for the whole day. Right. So you get up, you get dressed, you go to work, you come home, take a shower. Okay. You put on like either pajamas or just like night clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like a t-shirt. Basketball shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nightcap. <clears throat> right. So, uh. House slip. Me and Gavin do a, basketball shorts, house slippers, and a scully. A dressing gown, if you will. Yeah, a, a smoking jacket, if you will. Uh-huh. So that's Monday, right? <laughs> so then Tuesday, same thing happens, right? Sure. Oh, no. So, so let's just say you come home from work. Okay. Take a shower. Yeah. What are you putting on Tuesday? You're putting on the same thing you put on Monday. Minus the boxer shorts. You're goddamn right. You were wearing them same night clothes for the whole week. (laughs) I mean, what's dirty? I'm not super upset with this. I mean, I don't, I don't wash my basketball (laughs) shorts every day. Right. But you're wearing them every day, though, right? Around. Yeah, but like pajamas or night clothes or whatever. Okay. Is this saving you money? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's washing. Not doing the wash. And then, in case you need that dope pair, that dope T-shirt, it's there. It's not in the laundry. When you're that ready. confused me. You never you know. What? I was with him with like the. I'm just, I'm just trying to give added bon- added bonuses to why you, you would do this. Stop because you're ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like dumb out. You. Ch- this is where I give you the speech that you're mentally ill for being cheap. I just think you need to step your game up. Because like you said, everyone might do this. I mean, I've seen OG in basketball shorts when I've come here. I'm assuming like he's not washing them seven days a week, but I'm I'm assuming he's wearing them seven days a week because I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like four, five, six, seven pair of basketball shorts right. to walk around, but you end up liking this. It's the same right. shit when you buy yeah, you kicks. Two yeah. It's you the like, same shit when you yep. buy jeans. You have fucking nine pairs. You're yep. like, I'm wearing these every day. Yep. I have 700 pairs of sneakers and rotate five pair. Right. So I feel like that's what you're doing. I mean, the the thing the thing with washing jeans and washing your clothes is if you got if you got the monk monk if you got monkey butt and <laughs> that seeps into your butt and then you're violating you gotta other, wash yeah yeah you got you're violating everybody's personal space but I mean I ain't a dirty motherfucker so I don't I'll wear shit like, you're so clean I know yeah I'm spotless Gavin and I smell so fucking good all the time and all the fucking ladies compliment us all the time sure. somehow Sicko has put himself into this fucking club. It's because he, he, he washed himself with obsession. Yeah, but That's you ever notice how he pits himself into our club? When did obsession. I do that? Obsession. You were like, I yeah. smell great. Da, da, da. People tell me. You don't remember that? <laughs> See? <laughs> yes. Okay. It was like six months ago, but yeah, I do remember. Well, I do smell good. 
You don't smell good. <laughs> I do. You don't smell good okay. like we smell. Okay. You does don't he, but, get complimented. Well, wait, wait. By the but does he smell bad or does he no, not just he smell at all? He smell bad. He just doesn't smell. I've known Sigo a very long time. He's like a he doesn't stink. Always take a shower. Dude. Thank you. He Always. Yeah. I've never seen him grimy ever. No. Thank you. Ever. I, I'm not even going in that direction of ball bust. He tried to pit himself in our. He's baseline. He's just average. He's like. He's just a guy. He's like you. Yeah, he's just a guy. He's no, just, I smell good. He's like you. I don't think of you. I, I, there's things I think, oh, you gotta, he's got a glorious bouffant. Right. It's spectacular head of hair. Thank you. I'm not like Thank Pablo you. smells good. <laughs> Jackie, the calf. Oh, you Kane. smell good and the OG smells good. Right. Yeah, I'm cuddling up all day with you guys. Do you think Sicko smells good? No. Right. And when he does smell good, it's his obsession. He's wearing that fucking Guido cologne. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I didn't go. I don't know about what he pits on. That makes what was your drawing in high over. school? It was obsession. Yeah, see, I'll just bust your balls. <laughs> no, no, he's obsession. absolutely right. I did. Like yeah. 88, 89. Yeah. What do you want me to do to make you sleep with me? You had some fucking gimmick on not too long ago. I have I have three I rotate. Yeah. I mentioned but before. But you don't smell like anything. No, I don't. I put it on, you know, case. No, uh, it's. He's, I understand. He came in the shop like a couple weeks ago. He smelled like Wanamaker's. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right, nice. all right. Yeah, the free gimmicks. You go in he there. He smelled like JC Penny. Yes. Yeah, the tester. He, he rubbed the testers all yeah. over his yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. I got the gimmick where only the, 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 the my special lady friend who gets close to me smells. All happy. right, I mean I that's fair. Enough. I don't drown Look, all Rose Sean has got to do is tell me. She'll tell you. She's the one who picks all the shit out. Well, she, she, she should. Yeah. God knows you can't. No, I would never. It all, it's all back to her. Pablo, we've been gone a long time. Has the mailbag <clears throat> built up? Yes. Do we have things for tonight? We do. Uh, before that, let's just take care do of the. Do you spray uh, it on your bush and wang? No, I don't go down that area with that. You don't go down that area for anything. Uh, I got I got a few gimmicks, but it ain't. The, you don't have any. Gimmicks. It ain't the calogny. If you have a thicket down there, then there's nothing going on. You don't on. know what I got down there, buddy. <laughs> you uh, told us. You told us what you got. Pablo going told on us down you there. got a hog. He's got a. Sh and you told us you got a fucking jungle. He's got yeah. a fucking shrubbery. So you have a hog jungle. <laughs> <laughs> so I got write that down. I got right hog jungle. <laughs> so, so you have a hog jungle. Wow. Well, I expect a uh, Twitter account called Hog Jungle, <laughs> <laughs> and that picture's gonna be awesome. <laughs> no, it ain't. No, it ain't. Uh, so first uh, mailbag. Let me put over a terrible. He sent us stuff in the Yo, mail. Yo, terrible man. Good looking man. Including we love you. who's he this? Terry Gordy. First off, I didn't even know there was a fucking Bam Bam out there. Yeah. Gavin fucking no sold me when I popped because my head almost exploded. We had Bam Bam Terry Gordy. Well, I already looked at it for four hours before you, you saw You were probably playing with him before I, I got there. I had a match. Yeah, so that's unfair. And he gave us Dynamite Kid, who is the worst doll ever. <laughs> um, uh, Fabricated? No, what is your uh, the, the physical body? The, uh, the worst physique? physique? No, um, everything. Um, not, it's, I feel like we're on hundred thousand. We are. Rita we Moreno. Are. In other words, like <laughs> spicy number. Spicy in other number. words, the head is too big. <laughs> the, this is too small. Proportion. Proportion. Proportionately, this thing is a, a an abortion. Abortion. It's a look at the it's head. A proportion. Abortion. Look at the look at the head from the side. <laughs> wow, it's like a bullet head. It's the head is all fucking crazy. Uh, fucking uh, dynamite kid was mad small. He looks like a fucking. 
prime animal or hawk in this thing. So good looking, uh, terrible. So we I gotta play say, I'm gonna need, guys. I'm gonna need yeah, terrible yeah. to send me a Stormwatch sticker for the uh, the write that down files. I have one for you. All right then. Um, uh, so thanks to terrible, and also thanks to uh, Jimmy Ferrari. He's our, he's our one of our original gimmick gangs. He's what up, also, Jimmy? He's a promoter for at uh, Blast Furnace Productions. He sent us our Dymo label maker. This label maker is where this label maker, Gavin from 1974. The OG's been OG. chinging it all. all we episode. already got things gimmicked. The yeah. list it's now on there. It's on everything. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of our childhood. <laughs> that gimmick is is already been put to use. So and the poster, out. the poster's dope. We, we're, I think we're gonna put it up, and we're gonna put the PSB uh, Hall of Famers. Yeah, on that poster. That's what the idea we came That's up. That's the with idea. Yeah, at the shop. Hopefully that sticks, but it's a brilliant idea. And um, I don't know if Gavin or Pablo came up with that, but it's brilliant. OG came up with it. And hopefully, um, I'm gonna get some free time, and I'll start selling, sending out more stickers of what I have left. Unfortunately, I do not have any more cheesesteak stickers. All right, they were, the hot, see, they were hot commodity. I'll see what I can do about that. All right, I, I, I really <clears throat> might just have what I have for that personal collection in my bag. Um, and if you ask me for stickers, <laughs> it helps if you have an address. So don't email me and say, "Yo, how do I get stickers?" Right. Just say, "I want stickers. Here's my address." Right. And if I have some, you'll get some. Right. That, it's it's that simple. simple. It's we that keep, simple. We keep it simple. So let's go with the sticker. First one is uh. Dear Vin, <laughs> why in the world haven't you put out a hardcore record? Your vocals on the kickback cover with the terror are some of the best hardcore vocals I've ever heard. Just start a gimmick and put no, out a gimmick. Well, Gavin, so I what's going on with that? You and what's Gavin, that cake? are you unwrapping yeah. three? <laughs> you got uh, some chess? Gavin and I are going to do something with Mick, uh, our buddy Mick. And he wrote tons of riffs that we love. And then when we said we love these riffs, he said, fuck those riffs. I have better ones. <clears throat> he just had a baby. So after the new year, we'll get the riffs from Mick. Gavin and I will start working on the vocals. And you have a drummer? Uh, maybe. Do you have anyone playing triangle? Yes. All you. Right. Cool. Uh, Jason from Sheer Terror wants... Once in. Ting, 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 yeah. Or um, tambourine I could do. So we're going to do a seven inch. <clears throat> and. Uh, so Edwin, you had a perfect timing we, on that we, one. Uh, we have three names that we love. Um, Mick and Gavin love this one name. So I'm going to get outvoted. And that's that. In seriousness, is there any place for me and Sicko in this band? Well, as you both know, every classic hardcore record has backing vocals. The backing vocal choir. They were always creatively named. Uh, I could do that. Easy. Thank you. Sure. All right. Next question is Kenneth from Germany says, what are your favorite wrestling arena entrances? Oof. That's heavy. <clears throat> and I, if, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. And, and name some of your worst. If you're if you're so uh, kind, the worst one of all time, I want to shoot it and him is Shawn Michaels. Agreed. <laughs> or the um, or Warrior that was bad too. Yeah, I I know what Gavin's gonna say <laughs> and Tatanka. I wish I could go first, but 
as my OG, I have to let him. I'm going to chuck out two. So if you want to do the one, go ahead, and I'll use the other one if you use one of mine. Shane Douglas. Oh, hard. I wasn't even thinking that. So good. So fucking good. Um, it didn't work once they got the re- real TV deal, right? Because they couldn't yeah, use they it. they couldn't use Perfect Strangers anymore. Yeah. But him coming out to Perfect Strangers, didn't they use it for Triple Threat, too? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. Um, but that wasn't created for him. It was just brilliant to use it. Uh, Originals. Um, well, you have two off the top? Yeah. Yo, go ahead. Road Warriors with Iron Man. Oh, yeah. All fucking day. And the Freebirds. Wow. The Freebirds was so fucking good. Wow. Um, I assume everyone's younger than us, so <laughs> I'll throw something out there that I can think of that got pops to someone who might be much younger than us. I, I marked every time the glass hit for Austin. You know what I mean? I think I was set up brilliantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, that, that was heavy duty. I mean, Perfect Strangers, that was what it was? That was... Uh, the triple threat. Yeah, the triple threat and Shane Douglas and ECW was probably my all-time favorite. Oof, that was so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah, and he was brilliant then. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like like maybe untouchable on the mic at that point. Yes. At that time, who was fucking with him? Nobody. Right there? Nobody. So fucking good. Indeed. Thank you, Kenneth. Next one is from uh, Chris Bevelacqua. Shout out to Germany, though. For listening Deutschland, as we call it. Deutschland, Deutschland. <clears throat> uh, this one's a little uh, long, so bear with me. What's up, oh, Gimme Gang? Bear with you trying to read. Been loving the podcast. Just wanted to drop you a line to show some love. I recently caught the episode where you spoke about subcultures, and you guys nailed it. I'm 41, grew up listening to punk rap, skateboarding, had a lot of tattoos, etc., and feel so fortunate in it to grow up in that era. Few things that I came up when I was listening was I really missed the camaraderie of those times. If someone had to skate a skate in hand or was rocking a crazy haircut or band tee, you could just connect and be fast friends. I feel like those days are long gone. I remember being twelve, thirteen, and older heads would give me the nod or a pound because of a t shirt or whatever, and it would always make me feel good like I belong to something special. I know change is inevitable and it's not wise to hang on to the past, but there's a lot to miss. All the elements of our times have been repackaged and resold to those who have no clue and rep it like it's some trend, and I feel upset by all the appropriation. Just curious what your guys' thoughts are on this. I like how you put it on your site. Quote, things seem so much different now. The scene has died away, end quote. Anyways, much peace. Much peace? Much peace is what he answered on. That fucking guy's spot on. He can fucking come sit in Sicko's chair. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's fucking all right. That was unnecessary. <laughs> uh, What's funny is I've said basically the exact same thing, and you all have jumped on my down. The my whole throat. podcast is that. What are you talking about? How dare you, London Fog? Yeah, Take it wow. easy, London Fog. Me brain, fucking the whole thing's about the, the, that. How dare you? The only part of my podcast is when I said uh, this. Uh, Vinny talks about boxing all the time, right? Um. London Fog. Write that down. No, I, I'll do no such thing. Refusal of London Fog. Write, write it down, down your goddamn self. Should he be pinned on the list for refusal? <laughs> I'll, get, I'll let it fly. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me to build off of what, uh, what's the gentleman's name or he didn't? Say? It is Chris Bevilacqua. 
Yeah, Chris, I mean, you summed, I feel similarly. Um, I don't know what killed the, that type, I mean, I, I know what killed it, but to, if, if you saw, to me, if you saw someone with a, with a sheer terror shirt on back then, it meant a lot, it meant, it was very different than if you see a kid with a sheer terror shirt on tonight, if I see someone at the bar. Maybe that's an age thing. Maybe, I don't know what it is. I'm a time and a place person, man. I genuinely believe in all that. I believe it's applicable to music. I believe it's why there's some records OG hates and I love fucking because I'm, I was 12 and he was 17. That's a fucking huge mm -hmm. difference of how you look at shit. You know what I mean? So how can I possibly be like, oh no, listen to it again. I, you know, time, time and place is huge, man. So maybe it's just more where you were at in your life than it is things changing. Maybe a 12-year-old kid who sees another 12-year-old kid does show love. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any ex exposure to that. For, for me, um, one of the things he said um, about understanding and realizing that things need to change, that was something that was difficult for me to accept and understand. Yeah. Like, all through my 20s, I was t that very stereotypical, like, tuh, tuh, if it's not 20 years old, pff, you don't know, like... Yeah. And and trying to grow out of that, and, and I, I guess once you get to, like, the age of 40 and above, things like that, like, I look at it in a lot of different ways. Like, it's not supposed to be how it was... Yeah. When when I was a teenager, I like the fact that things are different. Yeah. Because it makes what we had something of our own that yeah. really can't be replicated yeah. as hard as they try. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm always very supportive and very behind new shit, even if I don't like it. Yeah. Like if you're doing like these bands that get booked all the time, like I don't know the first fucking thing about them, but I know that there's a show with like eight bands that cost seven dollars to get into some shitty club i'm all for it right 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 <laughs> so right. i mean it's a balance like everything else yeah. i think cool and uh last question from josh <clears throat> i know some of you have talked on the show about suffering from ocd i was just wondering how it affects your daily lives do you have rituals things that you need to be to be specific numbers doorknobs light switches touching things etc i'm really lucky i don't have any <clears throat> of that in my life whatsoever i have it but none of it um all of my shit, I have horrible afflictions, but the OCD is minimalistic. Yeah. I, I have rituals. They're very minute, and they're not something that I would say uh, makes my life worse. I'm, they're just little little stupid things, you know what I mean? Like, and then and they're not, none of them are all horrible either. I, I check the stove a lot to make sure it's not on. You know what I mean? Like more times than you should, but I don't. Well, I do that too. Yeah, but I never thought of that as OCD. I thought of that as just being. If careful. you do it more than once, it is. Um, when you know that it's off, but you still check it, that's yeah. considered. I don't think I'm that bad. Yeah, like I'll check it four or five times. I'm su I'm super anal retentive about my stuff, like sneakers and stuff. You know, I clean them every time I get home, which is obviously not necessary unless. You step in some, you know what I mean, right. some dirt or grass or something. But I mean, none of n nothing that would be considered obsessive compulsive disorder um, gets to me to the point where my life has changed. You know what right, I mean? like you can't leave the house. If yeah, you yeah. Tap like the the, 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 the depersonalization. That's what, what what runs my life. Okay, and uh, that's it for the mailbag. All right. Thank you all for your letters.
Uh, and lastly, as we do every week before we wrap it up, uh, we throw y'all a recommendation. Um, could be film, TV series, movies, books, uh, music, whatever we're into at that moment. So I'll throw it over to Sicko first if you have something. I do indeed. And mine will come as absolutely no surprise to anyone here. But I just finished the Johnny Marr autobiography. And it's Loved fucking it. great. I, I don't know if I can say, like, if you're not a Smiths fan, you'll love it. I don't know if it's that good because I'm so biased towards him. Like, ah, he could have basically written dog shit and I would have thought it was great. But if you are a Smiths fan, it's, it's, it's really great to read how casually he describes writing some of the most important songs in my life. Uh-huh. Um, it's well written. I'm sure he had help on it. It's funny, it's charming, it's really cool shit in it. And it was good enough where the stuff that he described that he did after the Smiths was interesting to me. I don't give a fuck about any of it musically, uh, but it was a fun read. Nice. And it's it, to me it was great because it's a book I've literally been waiting, a story I've been waiting to hear for nice. 30 years from his, his viewpoint. Uh, I gotta peep it. And he never said a bad word about anybody. He never said one bad word about Morrissey. Nothing. So That's cool. I really liked it. So yeah, the Johnny Moore autobiography, you can pretty much get it anywhere. It's brand new. Professor? This one I'm really embarrassed about because okay. I think I had this out al- these albums in my library and never listened to them. Okay. And something in me last week said, Yeah, just let's just put some I need something new on in the shower. Uh-huh. And they well, might be my peeing. they might be my favorite albums of like the last ten years. These Joe Coffee records. Oh, all day. Like, I haven't been... It's a shoot. I haven't been emotionally moved by an album, and I don't know how long. Like, I almost, like, teared up listening to these records. Oh, it's fucking heavy biz. Some man. of the most brilliant lyrics the shit, I've ever The lyrics are life. incredible, vulnerable, powerful. The music is a little bit overproduced, but it sounds awesome that it's overproduced because it's just... It's different, and it's... Oh, my God, man. If you guys fucking... Uh, this Paulie's. shit is fucking awesome. I actually had that in the tuck for when I run out of oh, uh, recommendations. I was going to do the Joe Coffee deal. I just couldn't believe that I never just picked up these records to listen to because they're from 02 and 07. Yeah. So then I'm like, fuck, man. I could I, I missed out. But uh, that's all I've been listening to for the past two weeks is both those albums, Bright As The Stars Were Under and When The Fabric Doesn't Don't Fit The, the frame. frame. That That's and a good one. Fucking A, man. That fucking, fucking awesome. title's heavy as fuck. Oh, all that. Yeah, just fucking awesome albums. Check it out. OG? Uh, mine's a YouTube clip. Uh, I like this gimmick. I love it. He's curated it. I love it. It's only a couple minutes long. It's it's look up Bad Brains Attitude live at the Roxy Theater in Los Angeles, California. Oh, it's a fucking bloodbath. It's one yeah. It's one fucking song. It's the opening song. Um, I don't know if there's any other footage from this dude. It, the description just says it's something that just he shot that he, when he was there. Mm. Um. Fucking hell! It's yeah, good. When you sent it that. to me. Whoa! Right. Yeah. Uh, mine is a series. Um, it's on Hulu. Uh, it's called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. It's uh, James Franco is uh, the lead, and his OG owns this diner, and his OG takes him back, and then basically says, "Look." I'm going to die. You need to carry on with, with what I've been doing. And he opens this door in the back of the diner, and it's a time portal. What? And he goes into it, and his objective is to figure out how to 
fix the whole Kennedy assassination to where he doesn't get killed. Wow. And it gets batshit. J.J. Abrams, uh, it's from Stephen King, you know, the, a book. I've heard something about this, but I couldn't yeah. figure out what it was about. It's, it's heavy duty. <clears throat> it's from Stephen King, and J.J. Abrams produced it and is involved in putting it together. J.J. Abrams has done dope, dope sci-fi shit. And uh, James Franco is really dope. It's... Uh, you know how everything works. They'll say something's an eight-part eight miniseries, but if it's huge, they'll figure out a way to... Yeah. You know what I mean? So as of right now, eight episodes exist uh, on Hulu on demand. If you don't have it, I'm sure people like illegally download things, and that's how they get shit, but I, I have Hulu. I'm, on, I'm not even finished it. Uh, I actually read the book as well. Word. But it's really dope, man. Um, so yeah, that's it. And... Uh, that's it for this episode of the Broad Street Breakdown, broadstreetbreakdown.com, uh, at BSB Radio, Radio One. 1 on Twitter, uh, Broad Street mm. Breakdown Facebook, and info at, J info at broadstreetbreakdown.com yep. if y'all want to send us letters, questions, any of that. Subscribe to the YouTube subscribe channel. To the, subscribe to everything, rate, review, all of that, and we'll see y'all on Thursday. Peace. Peace. Peace.